0: What is up, everybody? This is Carmine Davis, and you are listening to the Carmine Davis Show. How are you doing? I'm I'm good. Um, I'm in a better mood than I was last week. <laughs> Joseph Biden is our Trump, which I everybody? Mean, <laughs> Is our Trump. He is our Trump. No, I guess shit. Doesn't it feel like Donald Trump was the president for a very long time? Like, I felt like Donald Trump was the president for an absurd way too long. That last four years felt like I had gone through, like, the Cold War and through the Civil War and uh, the Great Depression all in four years. And then you got white people walking around here like I don't get it. You know, things have been great for us. Are having things been great for you? No, bitch. No, things have been horrible the last 4 years. Things have been horrible. It should not feel like we escaped a domestic violent relationship. Like I feel like the election, I felt I was in an abusive relationship and I, I remember trying to get away from him and the anxiety. That's how I felt that night. Like we were sneaking behind somebody's back and every day I'm watching TV right now wondering what is he going to do to retaliate? Now that we, you know, we got someone new You know, we got a new place Girl, we got our studio apartment We're just gonna take the kids and run You know, we're gonna take America and run But now he knows where we are You know, he knows what's going on He's still at the house Like, is he gonna cut our credit cards off? Is he gonna, you know, beat us? You know, I, 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 Trump could do anything Like, it's it's scary And he is kicking and screaming And he is pissed But nonetheless Joe Biden is our new president-elect. That means Kamala Harris is the vice president-elect. And she's so divine. They're both very divine. They keep calling him Sleepy Joe. Which, he doesn't look that old to me. You know what I mean? Like, Joe Biden does not look that old to me. And I'm over y'all making those jokes. Like, keep it real, y'all are upset because he got a sister on his side. Which is, to me, you know, this is a black queen appreciation show. You know, y'all are not above um, criticism, you know, but y'all are above everything else, if that makes any sense here on the show. But, God, I'm so... I'm so excited and I just feel like we just got to get out the house. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, we got the plan. We know who are we going, you know, who we land with, you know, are we, we run into a friend's house and, you know, she got in a spare room for you and the kids and, you know, you just got a new job and, you know, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. And, you know, you got a divorce attorney, you ready to drop them papers and you just got to (laughs) wait. Like we're waiting until January. Like this man has been doing some crazy shit. But anyway. Like I told y'all last week, this week we've had a very special guest of mine. It's no secret on this show. Um, again, this is like for the black women. We are pro-black woman. And my favorite girl group aside from escape but in vogue is the they are the muses to me they 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 are influential to my record um i am one of the top fans on Spotify i'm one of the biggest fans i think ever and i got the chance
1: Oh my God,
0: this week, Monday, if you don't know, I got the amazing opportunity to speak to the Dawn Robinson of in Vogue. Oh my God, and I've been keeping this secret for so long. We booked her about a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it's been like a week and a half ago, and I... Uh, I wanted to brag. I wanted to say something about it because I, I'll go. I go into it deep, deeper on my new show um, on Patreon. Um, now, Carmine Davis. Now it's the after show, and um, it's a video. It's the video format of this podcast. And this one, you know, I shoot right after the show, or after I do something for the show, and I kind of give you a very honest continuation of um an honest um very raw viewpoint on what I think about the interview that I did with Dawn or what I think about what she said. And there was so many you're about to hear it. It's a lengthy interview. It was an hour and a half um longer double you know of our show what our normal format is but it's so good people have loved the interview since, and I've got so much amazing feedback. Um, even though, um, shout out to my friend, um, Miss Frida, she criticized my angle, you know, which I admit, I, and I tell you, I go into that on the after show, all of why the whys of wise, but it, um, and that's on patreoncom slash Carmine Davis. Make sure you subscribe. Um, but it was amazing and as a friend also I mean, as a fan also disheartening it, you have when you hear what i'm saying after this drop um because this is the show it, it's the dawn robinson show as it should be she's amazing she's a goddess she is otherworldly speaking to her i felt like i <sighs> I felt like I feel like I know Dawn because I do. As a fan, I think she was so taken off guard. Like I'm I'm so I know she's used to the questions about, you know, hold on and don't let go love. But I'm a big Dawn fan, as you can hear, and I'm a big in Vogue fan. And I go in deep and she goes in right in with me, probably deeper than I was even ready to go. And sh- there's so many truth bombs. This has actually gotten some press. Um, this interview has got people talking. You know, people are talking about her recent interviews and that she's re- revealing. I'm going to leave it all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop it right now. This is the interview. The Carmine Davis Show. With Miss Dawn Robinson, formerly of In Vogue and Lucy Pearl. everybody this is Carmen Davis we are requesting Dawn Everybody, thank y'all for joining. We're waiting on Dawn. I'm so excited for this as a musician and a fan of Invoke. Everything about Invoke to me is. Amazing. And um, I'm so excited to talk to her. She is one of the, my biggest inspirations ever of Love and Vogue. Um, They are influencing me as a musician.
2: Yay! Hey, hi, how are you? I'm good. I have to turn my camera around. How are you? Okay,
0: I'm great. I'm great. I'm so excited Yay! to see you. Hey. <laughs> okay, hi. One like second, fun. I'm
2: trying to get it together. I came in sideways. So I gotta turn my camera.
0: Okay, take your time.
2: And fix myself. Let's see. All right, I think I'm good. How are you? Oh I'm great. I'm great. How are you, Don? I'm oh, good. I was dancing to dance tonight. I heard you playing dance tonight. I was ah, dancing and singing. Look, look, Woo! Tell her that you're not tooken. That tooken line. <laughs>
0: I was just thinking that. Oh, my gosh. I was just exactly. thinking that she really, they snuck in tooken. They snuck I in did. tooken. I did. Raphael yes, wrote and it. Sung it. Right. Okay, so uh, tell me how, loose that's a perfect place to start, because I know you've got a million questions about Envo. You've heard them all but Lucy Pearl to me was such a, especially after you, um, you left In Vogue, I yes. noticed there was a difference between their sound and then there was an obvious, um, Lucy Pearl was straight neo-soul R&B, right. you know what I'm saying? And I, well, felt I like, don't
2: think, we, we didn't like the neo-soul title because we weren't that, we weren't trying to be that. So they put us in that category because we didn't have any place to be. We didn't have, we had our own sound. Yes. So it wasn't so much neo soul as, because even when we came up with a name, Raphael kept coming up with, you know, two two three times soul and all these different. I was like, Raphael, why are we going to isolate ourselves to just black people, just our people?
1: Yeah. Our music
2: should be, should encompass the world. You know what I mean? Everybody mm-hmm. should love Lucy Pearl. Just like in Vogue, everybody had, we had a crossover audience. And yes. We had Asians and Latinas and whites, and everybody yes. loved our music, not just our people. So, Rafael was like, Okay, I'm gonna come up with a new name. So, he came back with Pearl, and I was like, Oh, that sounds like me and Ali were both looking at each other like, That sounds like an old country singer, like an old, <laughs> yeah, old white, old white country lady, you know what I mean? And, exactly. and, um, and Rafael was like, Okay, what about? And he came back a few days later with Lucy Pearl and we kept oh, saying it and, and it had a ring to it it had a thing to it so we were like okay that works. works
0: to me exactly how y'all sounded. it the name it wow was, it was, uh, to me it was very um I, I can't it's you you alone your voice alone is very soothing raphael Sadig oh, wow. is soothing like I, and i i just i don't even know how that
1: was it Good makes afternoon. so much sense it makes so much I'm, sense I'm to
2: I'm so sorry, Carmine. I'm saying hi to people. I see Sean yeah, on here course. and Bonice and I'm just saying hi. But thank you so much. That that whole project was so magical. Yes. It was so it was just it was beautiful because we didn't have a plan of what we were doing. We just got in the studio. Um, I was working with two producers in the Bay Area, Oakland Bay Area, um, before I got into Lucy Pearl. So right between leaving En Vogue and or being kicked out of En Vogue is what happened and and going solo, I didn't want to go solo on my own. And Raphael came to my manager and asked her, um, he said, I know that Dawn is in between deals. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I would love for her to be in this group idea that I have. He didn't have a name for it, of course, um, yet, but he said, I have this idea that I want Dawn to be a part of. And my manager, before telling me that that Raphael even contacted her, said no. Dawn is working on a whole other project by herself, but he was like, "Okay." So then he was like, "Wait a minute, let me find Dawn by myself." So he reached out to me directly. I forgot how because we didn't have, there was no social media back then or anything. So he found me. Raphael and I have known each other since we were sixteen. Oh, yeah. So he found me, and he was like, You're "Okay, from, Dawn, I have the same
0: a... area. He's from Oakland, correct?"
2: He's from Oakland as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah.
0: I want to let you know, I'm a, I'm a fan, fan. So I you know. sure are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a very big Yes. Fan. Y'all inspire me as a musician. So I know my stuff now. But exactly. You as you are. Yeah.
2: Thank you, Carmine. I'm glad you of know course. your, your oh, history, course. your In Vogue history and your Lucy pro history. Of But um, yeah, so he, when he told me the idea, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes more sense for me because I didn't want to leave straight from In Vogue and go solo. I was a little too nervous about that. I didn't feel like I was ready.
0: Yes, I wish and, you had a lot of humility and humbleness on your part, because so many of you. you were. Wow. The thing about, I love about En Vogue is that it was a group of four divas who could sing on solo, but they sounded the best together. And yes. that's about sisterhood. It says a lot about sisterhood and all of that, but y'all were solo artists completely gelling together. So exactly. you And you have the ability to, even with Lucy Pearl, and even Songs, you know, I'm like I said, I'm a fan. I know, you know, your features, even Fernbiss. i know them. <laughs> I listen to you even the Redbird soundtrack. So, I'm wow,
1: yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh.
0: So, yeah, wow. So I listen, I go deep. So you should sure do. <laughs> and so you literally on all those, you mold really well. And some people, that's a gift And itself yes, it to be able to sing anything with anybody at any time, and it sounds beautiful. You know wow. what I So. That's thank a gift you, Carmine. Of course, of course. But I, I, I noticed that I could see the humility in that choice in going. Cause most people, I'm going solo. I'm going solo. I'm going solo.
1: Right. You oh have wow.
0: Gifts and and accompaniment, and that's not, you know, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a, a godly thing, actually. If you wow, you want know me saying. so much. So yes. Solid. Yes.
2: Exactly. I, well, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. I appreciate your heart. Um. I Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't being humble. I, I got to admit, I wasn't being humble. I just felt like I just wasn't ready. I wasn't even ready to leave in Vogue. Um, but they saw yeah. it a different way because I started bringing up things that made sense and the record company wasn't having it. So they wanted me gone. And the girls, unfortunately, complied with that. So I had to be on my own. And I just was a little bit afraid. I was very afraid. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to go from an iconic situation to do mm. something by yourself.
1: Absolutely.
2: <clears throat> and like I always say, I was used to seeing two girls to my right and one to my left or vice versa. And here I am by myself. Like, I, I just didn't feel like I was ready. So I did have a deal on the table. And this was my humility mm-hmm. because I had a deal with RCA on the table. And uh, Bob Jamison uh, flew me out to New York and from L.A. And flew me to New York and was talking to me about doing a solo deal. But I, oh, I, I tapped it. I'm sorry. Sorry, no, no. he wanted me to sign to RCA. And when Lucy Pearl was offered to me, when the group Raphael had in mind was offered to me, I was like, okay, I called, I talked to my manager about it. She had already told Raphael no. So I called Bob Jamison on my own. And I said, look, I know you're offering me a deal. I appreciate that, but I have the situation that I think is so much better. It prepares me for being solo. It's yes, only a yes. a one year deal. Mm -hmm. And it's a one off and so I'm not locked in typically when you sign a major label deal a major record deal uh, You sign for like uh, seven years or seven albums whichever comes first So if you Mm -hmm. get the seven albums done before the seven years you can renegotiate if you get the seven years But the seven albums haven't come in yet. You still can get you know, so you renegotiate Mm -hmm. at that point but in this case um, I was like, you know, I love solo idea i just don't think i'm ready so while i'm doing the lucy pearl thing i can be recording my solo album um with you and then once uh lucy pearl is over because it's only a one off a one year deal okay. uh we do that one album we're done with the whole thing and then i can come back and start recording my solo album with you
1: mm-hmm.
2: and bob jamison said well i don't agree i don't think you should do lucy pearl uh, i'm sorry i don't think you should do that group with raphael because we did not have a name yet like i said um, And I was like, okay, well, I have to decline your offer, yeah, because I don't think you. I don't agree with you. I think that Lucy. Pearl, I think this group situation, it's a super group idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody's really
2: out there doing that, that
1: um, at all. And at still that don't time, don't do that anymore. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's frequent in right.
0: hip hop, which is another thing I want to talk to you about because you yeah. were the hip hop band
1: To me, at <laughs> least,
0: uh, and involved, I felt like you were that. You kept it street, even with your attire, your hair choices. Your, you were wow. the girl with their ear to the street. You know, I know you were oh the gosh. youngest. Yeah, yeah, you were aesthetically. They were all beautiful. Everybody, like, you
1: exactly, were But yeah. the,
0: at the time in hip-hop with Lucy Pearl, I want to take it, like, to R&B. I, to me, when I hear it, it it's such a – because it's soulful. Yes, um, I like I listened to the album. Like I said, I, I listen to it frequently. Remember the time is one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, wow. Wow. Oh, soothing my God to me like it, it, it is. I still it's like in my top played still to this day. I remember when I found that album, it was actually in my mom's um, album. And I didn't know I remember the packaging. It was I remember it correctly. The album was yellow and purple. I have I it right remember. here. Yes, I have it's,
2: it right here. Let me see.
0: Can you see it up there? I think so. A little bit, but it was yellow. The out al- CD was yellow. Wait, I, I got it. That. Hold on. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> yeah, take me back. Cause I remember, there it is. I remember say- the album. It was just the CD in the sleeve at that point. It wasn't the cover. Oh, but I remember I see. gravitating okay. towards it immediately. And yeah. then because I knew you, I knew you from Invogue and I remember the video. And at the time I wasn't, I, I knew a little bit about, I was young, you know, I but I didn't really know about business, but I'm like, she's not there anymore, but she's solo, but she's, is this a feature? And then they did an album full. I didn't know what the concept was. It was a super good. Exactly. Right.
1: It felt
0: like you said, like they, everybody had their place, even in the video, it felt like everybody, it was a gumbo, but everybody got to shine equally that people don't, do very often in R&B and hip hop.
2: I think yes. Lucy
0: Pearl was it. Um, I know, right. pop There's a few groups um, that come together hip hop recently. Mm-hmm. 20- a lot. Drake does it with a couple of people, you know, Lil Wayne, but there is not that you no know, idea, which I, I know you probably don't think of it as humility or humbleness at the time. I'm sure you were. Thank but to you. be able to yeah. share your talent, to be able to share a moment to be able to share even though it was just a year, y'all did it so masterfully. and i, I It was I, amazing. Yeah, it was.
1: mine, no mind, fun.
2: it really was. I, I'm, I'm very humble, but when it comes to my groups, I've always been a, the biggest fan for In Vogue, and I've always said we're the best who ever did it. There's great yes. groups that came out after us. Yeah. Great, great groups. I love them all. Total is probably my favorite because they're badasses. Yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> and, so glad you answered the question because I was going to ask you that. Because I'm very hard on girl groups because of In Vogue. Now wow. I love them. Yeah. Don't don't yeah. get me wrong, but it's right, really get you. hard to um, go from wines from whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Like it's exactly. y'all were all every time <laughs> I, I sit back and I watch the YouTube video, and the one that sticks out for me the most, um, besides um, the inaugural um, when y'all. Well, oh yes, for give President up, Clinton. yes, which is come on, like just free, the free. idea that that happened. At that time, with y'all, was y'all it's four beautiful, intelligent Black women who were singing live all the way yes. through, down wow. performing, dancing, beautiful from head to toe, mind, body, and it was. It's a time, wow. and then and that time before it, there was done before it was never done, and then these households that were not that didn't look like us, exactly, like us, and That's they, right admired you guys they did were like superheroes like it was was like a James Brown or Michael Jackson and both to me to me wow oh my gosh no honestly because it was what you represented and that doesn't get too much flag immediately after there was a lot of girl groups who relied mostly heavy on sexuality they couldn't because they didn't One, sexuality is important don't get me wrong but because but they... but
2: you can over sexualize you can be over sexualized, right. and that Absolutely. to me, we had a little bit of t n a just enough to yes. be you know because we want to be we wanted to be seen in a way that guys wanted us or desired us, but not so much when we were overtly sexual,
1: yeah um
2: I, yes, you know what I mean, and so you kind of you kind of pull it back, you um. You want your you want to be attracted to the opposite sex, but you don't want to be naked in every single video you have. You know
0: what I mean? I felt like you. So were, we were the girl classy. that was like that. Like I, I felt like you were the all right. We need to spice it up a little bit. And Dawn was like I know exactly what to wear. And you know, like
1: and you're
0: <laughs> right in every time, every interview. I remember the Austinia Hall interview. You banging the I like, I've, and then even the VMAs wow. when y'all did "Free Your Mind." Yes. i always refer to you as like dawn like the dawn bang like the hair toss. <gasps> it, it was so rock and roll it was still hip-hop your attitude your aesthetic oh my god honestly like no I'm, and i mean it's from a fan like i i i literally got a notification maybe this year that i was the top one percent uh listener on spotify of invoke top one percent that's how much
1: oh i listen oh my gosh wow
0: i am a Huge Invo fan. Uh, like your layer and oh, harmony, wow. and I feel like anybody, everyone is. It's just that again, it goes back to so much. It was so jarring after y'all, um, aesthetically. The there was no more talk about voices and talent, and not y'all were girls, rock and roll packaged like beautiful. <coughs> Queens, but y'all were rock and roll girls. Like y'all were diva. It was performance. Y'all performed right. everywhere from yeah. Texas all the way to California. And then y'all were in Chi- y'all y'all were rock and roll like the white guys. Were. You know what I mean? But exactly these beautiful black intelligent Barbies. Like and wow. who, it was almost like action figures to me. You know what I mean? Oh like, my goodness! I I saw yes, you said that you wanted to do a clothing line. Uh, yes, yeah, an in Vogue doll, which I felt like it's not oh, too late, yeah. and I yeah. felt like it's important. Historically, I think we all know in Vogue, everybody knows in Vogue's music. It's just that because of so much jarring that happened afterwards when it, comes, when it came to sexuality and female groups, Yes, it's hard to, we just remember the, the breasts, we remember the abs at that point and then it, it became something else. It became yeah. um, well, more about this, but when you look at in Vogue and you go back, you have an appreciation because they had it all.
1: Right. You Thank you I'm so right? much.
2: Yeah. Every girl group was different, you know. Um, TLC was, I think they called themselves the female BBd. Yeah. BBD was out. Um, so they were doing that. They didn't want to be like us, which was great. SWV was kind of mean to us in their different um, interviews that I used to read on them in like Black Beat Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Coco was kind of like, we don't wear gowns and yeah. we're not trying to be uppity. Um, she was young and and probably didn't realize and what it's she was Coco. saying, but. Now she's very sweet to us, you know. Yes. She's very sweet, and her and I are always in contact. I support her um, social media all the time. Yeah, oh, so you
1: know, so but nice to me, Dawn.
2: <laughs> Oh my God! Thank you. Because yeah, I love
0: SWV too. Alakoko is my girl, she and is. Just the fact that y'all like uh-huh. to me still have a sisterhood because y'all are similar. Y'all been through. Th- I cannot imagine what it was like to be an R and B. Titan in the 90s because you were known everyone knew you mm-hmm. everyone saw you guys. The business was always it was so like, uh, yeah, but the, but the
2: difference but the difference Carmine is that the SWV when I talked to Kel, uh, uh, Coco, we did a play together and I was the leading lady uh, in the play and uh, Kevin from after seven was in the play with us as well. Oh. And because we the big we were the biggest three names in the play before the show would start, we the whole cast would have to come out and introduce themselves before the play started. Um, and instead of doing it after the play was over, we would start the play that way. So the whole cast would go out and introduce themselves. And the last three were Coco, then Kevon and then me.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: because uh, I was the biggest name in the play. And so
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Babyface did all the music. And it was Kevon's yeah. brother. And exactly. It was called yeah. Love Makes Things Happen. And okay. um, uh, What's his name? The comedian was in it with us as well. One comedian. Joe Torrey was in it with us. So it was Joe and then Coco would go and then uh, Kevin would go and then I was the last one Mm -hmm. to go out. And we were sitting backstage and I finally got comfortable enough to ask because the whole tour, the whole play... Go on. Keep messing up. The whole play, uh, we were traveling together. So in the airport, I would see Coco with all her luggage and she would have Louis Vuitton.
1: Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. you exactly. Okay. So okay.
2: I didn't know that though. I didn't know that yeah. was her. Um yeah. until I started seeing it, and I was like, wow. And every time we would get to the airport, she would go and rent like a, a Range Rover or a Ber- mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz. And I was like, How does this girl have money like this? She would have like, fur coats on, and you know, she was fabulous. Okay. So mm-hmm. I finally got up the courage to ask her one day just before we were going on stage. I said, Coco. It was just her and I, and Kevin, and we were waiting to go on stage. And um, I said, Do you, "Did you guys make money? Did SWV make money?" And she said, "Dawn, not only did we make money, but we were rich off of our first album."
1: And I, I literally,
2: I literally sat there and I was out of body. And Kevin noticed it, and he put his hand on my shoulder, and he said, "Dawn, he said, my brother is Babyface, and I was in one of the biggest, you know, guy groups as well. We didn't cross over pop like in Vogue, but Absolutely. I know what so you're, you're saying." And, and he said, I, I can't understand it either. I said, it's not that SWV didn't deserve it. It's just, I asked her, I said, how? How is it that you guys made money like that? And she Y'all said, were we, in have,
1: vogue.
2: we were in vogue, exactly. Crossed over, known, we have that same appeal overseas that we have here in America. Whereas SWV didn't have the same as much.
1: Yes.
2: And, um, and he said, and she said, um, our manager was just a beast. She, we had a, a female manager and she, she yeah. knew that if she didn't get us paid, that she, she didn't paid. get paid, exactly. Yeah. So she made sure that we were all rich. And I was like, I remember calling my mother and just crying. I was like, I have to get on stage mm-hmm. and get myself together. But I am—I messed up all my makeup. I was really like, how come, and Vogue didn't have the same thing. We deserved it just as much. We worked just yes. as hard. We were too humble, if you ask me, because I kept trying to get us to fight for more and fight for more and never did that happen.
0: Yeah. So thank you very I much. I. To- I different places to the Bay and then New York. There was that, that hustle that, and then I, I can almost imagine just even being an artist. Y'all were so busy coming and going, living from hotel bus. How would you, and you, if, as long as you ate and you got nice clothes, how would you even have time to think about shopping or how, or like your, like, you know what I'm saying? Like you might have your mom calling and being like, Oh, you know, struggle this, that, and third, but y'all were, it, it SWB they did their thing Um, Mm -hmm. but y'all like I said y'all would be in Texas and then we got to go to China and then we got to go to me you would work so hard how could you even sit back to even think about the budget as long as everything was I was I was thinking about the
2: budget because I I noticed that on the road our manager was coming home with more money than the four of us we were doing all the work but he was coming home with more money than the four of us put together and and we would come home in between. And I'm still living in a small apartment. I'm not buying a home. And then when our yeah. man, uh, one of our producers bought a mansion, and I was like, okay, hold on a minute. Now we right. are. So um, Boss McElroy, yeah. I'm and
1: right, then right. I
2: came mm-hmm. home and I, uh, our first time coming back from overseas, our first time when we did BET for the first time, we were on the set. And I asked our manager to come backstage with me. We were already backstage, but I asked him to come to the to an area by ourselves. I just wanted to talk to him without Cindy, Terry, and Maxine around because I was confused. Like we're coming home, every single time we come home, we're not coming home with money. We're coming home with a little bit of something, but not nearly, you know, and I'm watching that our, our our producers are buying mansions and I was just confused about that. And I asked him, why are we not making money? Why are we still making two pennies a record? When are we gonna make millions? And he said, oh, that's a pie in the sky. You gotta sell. You got some millions of albums. They said, we have sold millions of albums. We're yeah. Born to Sing at that time yeah. was about 5 million sold. Yeah. And we were in between getting ready to start working on Funky Divas. So what are you talking about?
1: You know, and he's like oh, the
0: the shows, talk- like, oh, that's. The show. I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I'm seeing a that's lot of questions, which I want to know as well. The shows, the money, where were there, y'all did so many big, and I know there was a lot of press, learned did a lot of award shows you know, you don't get paid for those. You don't get paid a lot.
2: No, you get paid uh, what they call um, union scale. You get union scale for those shows. Yeah. So when you do Jay Leno or Arsenio Hall, or those shows only paid union scale. So you didn't Mm -hmm. get, that wasn't going to make you rich. It was just appearances to promote yourself, basically. And And to let the fans see.
0: With like Luther or um, Mm -hmm. when you went to tours, you did another more, who else did y'all call hotline? You were with Luther. Luther, Freddie was,
2: Jackson, and then uh-huh. we did a headlining tour ourselves, the Funky Divas Tour, where we had a rest of the development um, open for us. And mm-hmm. then we did, who else did we tour with? We just did about four major tours in our lifetime. So, yeah.
0: Somebody's asking about um, publishing. Um, I know that there was our no, y'all, did, y'all, y'all didn't write a lot. We
2: did. We wrote on the first album. We co-wrote on, like, hold on. Um, we co-wrote Lies, I think, and a couple of other songs, but we didn't get a lot on that first album. Um, oh, you Don't gosh. Have to Worry. I think Denny and Tommy wrote You Don't Have to Worry. Desire was Denny and Tommy. Um, uh, what was the other one? Just Can't Stay Away was already Natalie Articulate. Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a cover, exactly. So, So we didn't get paid on the cover songs that we had on the record, and then... When we came home from the MC Hammer tour, MC Hammer was confused because he was like, you guys are the biggest things on the charts right now.
1: Yeah.
2: And you mean to tell me that you guys are only making two pennies a record? Like there's something wrong with the picture. He knew it. So he gave us, he paid for his attorney, uh, for us to go see his attorney, he paid for the whole day. And he said, Ooh. bring your contracts and ask questions because you guys got to figure yeah. this out. You have to renegotiate your contract. You never did that from the first album and now you're on the second album or getting ready to start the second album. You guys need answers. And so he paid Mm -hmm. for us to talk to his manager, uh, his attorney for the day. And we all still walked away feeling confused, but I was just like, yeah, we need to make more money. And so that's what got the ball rolling with me in my head. Like everybody else around us, our record company is making millions. Our producers are making millions. Our managers coming home with more money than all four of us put together. There's something wrong here. You know, and Absolutely. I was the only one to continue to ask questions and to see that something was wrong with the picture.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For, which brings to me like the hip hop out. I feel like you were, like I said, very hip hop about your response mm-hmm. to the thing. Where's the money? You know, we want the money. <laughs> Diva's yeah. got to get this money. But y'all,
1: That's
0: right. you earned it. You, you know, and, and it's, like I said, I could almost imagine how hard it is to continue to like travel, 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 and you're like, okay, you know, when we're getting paid and everybody's just looking at you like, girl, we gotta go show them. Like, y'all were so. When I think of Invogue for those, I saw I and I got into Invogue really later into my. I started yeah. writing my new record and I got into Invogue and I just when I get into artists, I get dig deep like to barrel deep i want to know everything i look up old like articles and um y'all were everywhere y'all one thing about y'all y'all worked an album y'all worked an album and so did
2: thank you it was
0: i could see how everyone would be like afraid to ask or not think to ask because you were so busy everything that you kind of you wanted and reason was given to you maybe you know if you wanted to go eat somewhere it was already done you know so yeah but no
2: not that's not true because anytime we thought that that was happening and we thought anytime we had a party and they presented us with an award or something um you know when they gave us these plaques we had to pay for these plaques nothing Mm -hmm. was free those dinners came out of our pocket all of that was recouped we had to recoup what they call recoup and pay it back so nothing was free we thought oh my god The record company is taking us out to dinner and it's fabulous. No, you guys are recouping this at the end of the day. It's recoupable. So we were paying for the videos. We were paying for the wardrobe in the videos. Everything we wore, we had to pay for that. So that's why I was like on the second album. By the time, you know, the first album, you just take what you're given in your contract. Because you're brand new. Whatever they're offering you, you're just going to take it because you're happy to be there, first of all. Um, you have to prove yourself before the record company says, okay, this is a vested interest that we want to put our money behind But at first you're proving yourself. So you're not you're not gonna You have no leverage to fight for the contract that you deserve you because you don't know what you deserve yet mm. you, haven't,
1: then, you haven't
2: you haven't had your first hit. So you have nothing you have no leverage to fight with yet. Mm-hmm. You haven't proven yourself. So you're, you're gonna take the contract that you're given by the record company and then on the set of the
0: probably glow the way y'all did because hold on when it came out mm-hmm. I'm sure nobody around and then you guys were signed with um McElroy and um Foster right so we, were, we was, were not
2: signed directly to the record company at all and that's yeah. always bad when you have a production deal signing from you through the produ- so you have a go-between so yeah. two tough enough productions were Denny and Tommy our producers were the middleman but they were the ones who who, who put us
0: together Yeah, so they said, "How do you step up to them when they are?" But you have to. Yeah, you have to. They
1: are
0: your sound. They gave you guys like, yeah, but it was genius. But they didn't give you any money, so no, they
2: didn't. And that's what I'm saying. That's what my point was going to be. If your producers uh, put you together, there's no loyalty that you have to have to them to be broke at the end of the day. Just because they put us together and gave us hits, we gave them hits too. We made them hits. We made. We didn't Nobody could me. have saying, Don't go
0: the way y'all did. Ex- thank you, know, you. Don't
2: let go. Don't like. Don't none, hold on. Free your mind. None, none of, of those that hits thing. that we had could have. You know.
0: So it my happened. thing
2: was, I was grateful that we get, They gave us our chance and they put us on. But we put them on too. They were already successful before in Vogue. They were in a group called Timex Social Club and they were also yep. in uh, with Jay King. They were in another group called Club Nouveau. Mm-hmm. And they had hits before us. They had loose, They had uh, Tony, Tony, Tony as well. They created Tony, Tony, Tony. But they didn't treat Tony, Tony, Tony like they treated us.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: Denny would tell us um, if we were at the studio and we were having a little too much fun or he couldn't hear the background or whoever was singing in the studio and we pissed him off for the day, he would tell us all to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And we're like, okay.
0: So my question, okay, Ooh. so that brings me to another question that I have which I'm sorry about that. It's, I can see.
2: Oh, it was incredible. Like we laughed at it at first. And after a while I was like, wait a minute, this is abusive. This is no longer yeah. cute. It's not funny. And he's very serious when he tells us to shut the fuck up. So the, the person that we first met when we got to the audition, the day of the audition was a very nice man. He was very sweet. He was funny. And I just thought, oh, my God, this is like family. They love us. And this is really going to be great for Invoke. And then when he started doing that, shortly after we signed our contracts, he changed. And that whole shut the fuck up thing became a norm in the studio. Oh and gosh. whoever pissed him off for the day, and we would laugh and giggle and collect our stuff because he would tell us, "Go, everybody get your shit, go the fuck home. Everybody go home. Get out. And we were like, ooh.
0: We yeah, would laugh laughing. we're mad. Exactly.
2: Denny. And then we would get out in the parking lot and try to say, like, who pissed him off today? Who messed up like, Terry, did you say something to Denny or yeah. Dawn, did you mess up? And I'm like, no, I didn't do anything. Maxine, did you? And we would laugh. But then after a while, I was like, wait a minute, he's it's getting a little mad. too fucking comfortable telling yeah, us to shut the
0: fuck up. Y'all yeah, and all this, that and the third. he wouldn't call us
2: bitches. He wouldn't say that. He wouldn't go that far, but it was only shut the fuck up
0: or go the fuck that's home. So too, that's way too, it's far. too much especially business partners. Because at the at the time, I can imagine now if you were saying second album, that was cute. The first time we were young, you know, funny. We didn't right. know what was going on. Exactly. But here we are. Second um, album, and it's a hit. And thank you. Love, so we've
2: proven you know. ourselves. So and, watch and them I, out, you kind know, kind But of. even as new artists coming up, nobody knew who Dawn was. Nobody knew Terry, Cindy, Maxine. We didn't deserve to be talked to that way. And he got a little too comfortable. It wasn't funny anymore. I don't like I grew up watching my mother in abusive relationships with men, so I didn't like that. It just wasn't funny anymore. After a while it was like, okay, this is this is becoming a habit. It's it has to end. And so I went to the girls and I said, You guys, I don't like when Denny tells us to shut the fuck up or go the fuck home. Get your shit and go the fuck home. And the, Maxine was like, Well, you should talk to Denny and I was like talk to Denny on my own he will kick me out of the group I didn't know my power yeah. I didn't know my worth at that time and I didn't realize Dawn, you have a contract yeah he can't just kick you out of the group but I didn't have leverage I didn't have we didn't have our first hit when I started asking questions about him telling us to shut the fuck up so I didn't have the kind of power that I had later to be able to say that and um, I was scared to go to him on my own and talk to him like Denny Gave us our shot. So for me to go to him and say, "Denny, I don't like the way you talk to us. I don't like when you tell us to shut the fuck up." He would have been like, "Bitch, get out the group," then,
0: and yeah, that would have been it. Especially it would in have been those times me. when women were, especially in rock and roll and music, they they couldn't, they didn't have the same. Uh, they weren't looking. It, it's it's for respect. It yeah, right. It's we didn't have respect because now women are the bosses they are the leaders they are on the top of the charts and they're they are they are they are the ones drawing these contracts they but back then you know y'all were young this it was different this is auburn y'all are pioneers you yes. know what i'm saying so it had yeah. never been done before it was never it well was,
2: it had been done with other girl groups in the 60s and 70s i mean you know the supremes you got in the 60s you got the supremes and martha and the vandellas you have the Shangri-Las and the Ronettes. and um then in the seventies you had Sister Sledge, uh the emotions, um, and then in the eighties you had more white girl groups like Expose and Sweet yeah. Sensation and the Cover Girls. So there were other girl groups before us, um high energy back in the seventies, high energy.
0: Um But they didn't do it like I I, I don't it's not exactly I, know, I didn't yeah, I know become a fan. I it was i'm not speaking of it from a fan it was all i had to do was listen and become a fan do you right. know what i'm saying like it wasn't it if you have ears what y'all had was unmistakable like it was exactly it yeah. was across the board it was thank appeal. you whether if you were uh, you like the group of pretty women here we go if you like the group that women who could take it to church here we go if you could get some girls <laughs> that could give us a pop dance hit here y- y'all literal style I like my women with style. But Across the board. Aesthetically. Across the board, yeah. Yes. So, to me, y'all, that's why I say that, and then before there were groups, there was a parent leader, when you bring up the Supremes, or expose that, there were apparent leaders in those groups. These right. were four women who literally y'all made it a point to even all answer questions back to back. And mm-hmm. one thing I loved about y'all, Where every answer was very eloquent it wasn't you can tell it wasn't and it wasn't one of those long you get someone told you what the answer to even now don like yeah they don't have that that y'all were it was because it was real it came from a real place people groups afterwards were trained to be like in vogue yeah with something that came out so y'all but, I, what, but yeah. what my my
2: regret is, I'm sorry to cut in because you're saying stuff and I, I can't sure. answer. Yeah, <laughs> right. I want to make sure I address some of the stuff that you're saying. That's you're what fine, I mean. Yes,
1: um,
2: but we, the, the, the problem that I have with what happened to us is that we were victimized mentally. Um, after a while, the stuff that Denny was telling us, because I call them, I'm putting it in my book now, actually, talking about the brainwashing sessions that Denny would have with us. Oh, so we don't want, um, y'all better not leave the group because we don't want the, who's gonna be the first Diana Ross to leave the group? Who's gonna be the first one to leave the group? And we were like, I'll never leave the group. I'm always gonna be with the group because we felt like we were gonna, he was making it seem like if we did anything outside of the group that it was gonna be against the, gr- the group at, at, at the time. And I'm like, now I think back and I'm just like, You have to leave a group to go out and grow and come back and bring what you learn from whatever situation you do. Had a lot of the people that have left groups, like Bobby Brown left and he came back. You know what I mean? Beyonce has come back. Exactly, Beyonce has left and come back to her group. So you learn things as you go and work with other people and then you bring those things that you learn back to the fold and it only makes you better. It makes you appreciate the group you come from. It makes them appreciate you. You know, because we're not stuck together all the time. We leave and do other things. So um, there were brainwashing sessions um, to make us feel like we were dependent on the group. You know, he would sit us down on the floor Mm. and he would sit up in a chair. And so we were like looking, he was looking down at us like this and we were looking up at him. And he would um, just tell us about all the stuff that he had gone through with his groups and Club Nouveau and all this stuff that happened to him and how Jay King was stealing from them and taking money and all this stuff that you guys don't want to do that. I'm like, so now you're trying to paint a picture of fear because he ended up doing the very things that he said that we shouldn't do to each other. Denny did to us. They made much more money than we did. We were making two pennies a record. They were like, had a lot more than we did, like I said, and, and being able to buy mansions and all that stuff. So the things that he was telling us not to do, he was doing himself.
0: Were y'all two pennies a record a member or the two pennies a record for all four? Whether
2: it was two pennies a member or two pennies, it, all together, it was still yes. nothing. Yeah. Nothing.
1: Yes,
0: but
2: right. it was two pennies a record per girl. So te- two pennies for Terry, two pennies for Cindy, Maxine and myself.
0: Okay. Yeah. And more, it was, I mean, that to work together, I guess.
2: Absolutely. yeah. I mean, if you are overseas where they have child labor laws, which are unfortunate, but
0: they have ch- they get paid more than us. Like that's horrible to think about like, so yeah. what, okay, so is that, this is a question. And then I want everyone to ask questions and a little question before we wrap I I want to do some fan questions. I've got some from some fan forums that I, mm-hmm. I'm secretly a <laughs> member of. Um, All right. But, yeah, but um, Good. I do have some questions from those and then I will, I'm taking questions in the question about Q and A box here. Um, okay. Before we wrap, because I know you've got so much stuff to do, and I'm just honored and I'm beaming, and oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But, um, yes, me too. But so, those post traumatic, like those things which causes of course, trauma, I'm almost certain. Yeah. Are those the PTSD. reasons? PTSD. Yeah. Are those mm-hmm. the reasons why now, after the In Vogue, now they're, they are still affiliated with like Roy and your original producers, yep. the last record, um, Deja Vu was produced by them as well. Are those the reasons why Maxine and well, Dawn not come?
2: Their last album I think was uh, Electric Cafe, but the one before electric that cafe. was Deja yeah.
0: Vu, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sari, what was your question? Uh, are the reasons, is that the reason why you, Dawn, and Maxine will not come back to in Vogue and because we, you know, everybody wants, and then, you know, people will give their left arm to go exactly. to see the original in Vogue, or all five yeah. of y'all, and a Vegas strip, like, that's money, I would be there every weekend, you know what I'm saying, like, we <laughs> all would be there, you know, and then original outfit y'all all look amazing, y'all all still sound amazing, like, yeah. it would make, is that the reason why, is it more well, of a- Well, that's only part stuff? of it that's only
2: part of it. Um, It's not just so much because I think that Denny and Tommy should be a part of whatever we do because they're the ones who gave us our hits. So I think that Denny and Tommy need to put their hat in the ring like everybody else any other producer that comes to the project Denny and Tommy I felt like needed to give their best you can't just get on the album because you're Denny and Tommy.
1: That's right. You
2: have to bring us a hit. Come on. That's only right. Just because you're Denny and Tommy. yeah and i remember we went back for a meeting and we were talking about a reunion back in 2009 which would have been our 2010 would have been our um 20 year reunion at that time right mm-hmm. now this year is our 30 year in reunion so 10 years ago mm-hmm. we were together trying to do the whole thing and we Danny and tommy flew maxine and i and i was living in la she was living in la as well and he flew both of us in and to talk about reuniting with Cindy and Terry to do this whole reunion. And I was like, I'm cool with that. As long as you guys bring his hits. You can't just do the whole album just because you're Denny and Tommy. And, and Denny, uh Tommy was like, Dawn, you're absolutely right. We don't we have to admit we don't have what it takes anymore. We don't have those hits like we used to. And I was like, Okay, thanks for being honest, Tommy, like he knew they didn't really have what it took anymore. So they would well, have to bring their a game to put hits on our album. Come on, they, I mean, they
0: would I mean, honestly, to be honest, In Vogue's music was so I, I completely understand him. I, if I, y'all came up to me, mm-hmm. I would be so intimidated. You know what I mean? Because those are huge. Wow. shoes was the Yeah, they yeah. were timeless. I'm telling people don't know when these In Vogue out songs came out. When they hear mm-hmm. that's how you don't know how old the Invogue. And then with your. Oh, started, like, wow. You don't know how old they were. These, And then when you hear that. To me, I have a producer's type of ear, so I know that Never Gonna Get It is hip-hop, it's recent, it was current because of the but- the well, that was James the Brown. Video, that was actually, yeah, that
2: was a James yeah. Brown, um, a James Brown um, little, for, for Hold On, we use Big Payback as a mm. sample and for Never Gonna Get It, the same James Br- Brown Big Payback sample because our yeah. producers felt like if it was working for the first song and it was a hit, why not use it again? Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. Yeah, that with the bass. Yeah, like that, was,
2: Ooh, my yeah. first mistake was
0: I wanted to mess Like that, Yeah, yeah. Those are things that were iconic. Uh, I I and then you know that y'all were it was It's something that I feel like as a producer, I don't think I could, I would be so intimidated to come to you girls and not give you. But they weren't
2: intimidated because they were the ones who put us together. Like I said, they were our brothers, they were family. So Mm -hmm. there shouldn't be any intimidation. But what I wanted was that the girls Cindy and Terry were making it sound like they just wanted Denny and Tommy to do the whole album. And I was like, that makes sense. Only if Denny and Tommy bring us hits. You can't just give it to Denny and Tommy just because they created our first hit. Because our biggest hit became "Don't Let Go," mm-hmm.
0: and that yes. was not Denny and Tommy. But it wasn't Tommy. It was Organized Noise. Organized and Noise. I, that's right. I, again, like I say, Don, I feel like all of y'all have this unique gift because Organized Noise. They, if people don't know, which I'm sure they do, um, they did waterfalls. Yeah, They did. They did. But to you can listen to all of their discography, like. Everything that they've done, and then listen to Don't Let Go. Look, it's proof that, yeah, y'all yeah. are really fifty fifty 50 in that booth, you know what I mean? Like, if, when it comes to the magic of invo- that's why I'm so excited because it's almost like talking to a goddess, a muse. Like, because, wow. y'all, like, oh my gosh, it, it is, I love awesome. you. it's like, well, the music that y'all did. Yeah, it, you yeah. know, it's just not these producers. It was in vogue as well. It was a 50, thank 50. you. That, that well, and and this is one
2: vogue. of the things that I'm saying in my book right now. Denny and Tommy met with a lot of different artists over the years, a lot. Mm-hmm. From Madonna, she listened to some music that they had. Regina Bell. Yep. Um, my 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 ex husband's group was, uh, for example, um, "I'd Rather Be Alone" was their top top forty hit. I think it was and. They went and listened to some tracks from Denny and Tommy and it didn't work for them. So we were it was magic between our voices and their tracks. Yes.
1: yes. But then we million. went out and
2: did but then we went out and did our biggest hit with totally different producers. Different
1: people. That's a, so that's I kept effect. telling
2: the girls, I wasn't trying to leave Denny and Tommy. I love them. I just wish that they were fair to us and that they made sure that we made money. Mm-hmm. you if you don't the take bare care bare of bare. your artists if you don't take care of your artists your artist is going to be upset and disgruntled and they gonna want to leave they're going to want to leave um it's the same thing on a nine to five job i don't care well, if it's the if it's the health department or if it's the garbage department you know the, the garbage men are not going to come and pick up your garbage they're trash if you, they feel like they're not being paid well
1: yeah. and
2: being taken care of and the city will be overrun with trash because These people decided to stay home because their union has to stand for them to get better wages, better taxes, um, I'm sorry, uh, lower taxes, higher wages, and better health care. And if that doesn't happen, then you have a union that speaks for those people. In our case, we didn't have the right management. Mm
1: -hmm. We didn't
2: have a union with each other either because Terry was sleeping with Denny, so she was over there with them when we were supposed to be fighting against them. You know what I mean? Not fighting against them, but
0: yeah like standing we up were, for it our it rights. business it We were was supposed it, to stand up for our rights yeah and it was business it was because I, like i said y'all did half of the work because that they couldn't have put and they've tried they've tried to put people in that space and i i, I know i don't know how you feel about rona i have so much respect for her
1: but mm-hmm. i she's
0: no dawn i did do no she's doing a great job trying you know what i mean yeah. she's vocally high she's vocally low But with y'all four together, that's a another question that I have is, was there, from what I understand about the the genesis of the group was that it was, you guys all answered an ad and things kind of moved pretty fast. No, 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 it
2: wasn't an ad. It wasn't an ad back then. Yeah, it wasn't an ad. Um, Everybody that went to the audition had someone bring them to the audition or tell them about it. Um, But in my case, I actually was at a all day concert, uh, Summer Jam in the Bay Area had Summer Jam. And um, this guy was randomly standing there when I went to the top of my session with my friend and he was like, excuse me, are you a model? And I was like, whatever.
1: Yeah,
2: (sighs) played him off. And I went to the bathroom, we went to the restroom, we went and got popcorn and then we came back. And then um, he was still standing there. And he said, excuse me, are you a singer? Can you sing at all? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we talked we talked for about an hour because now he had my attention now I didn't feel like he was trying to pick up on me he said his friends were having an audition for a group and that was it so I just know that that was God because he could have been like oh that bitch is rude you know (laughs) because I was rude I was so rude to him and I played him off and I was like whatever and um and when I came back he was still standing there and he asked me again so that you know that God is involved in certain things, and you see it so clearly. And that, that right movement, there was God.
0: Not that persistent, you know what I mean? Like it would have been know, like, yeah, because we were like, rude to him. Girl. Yeah, yeah, we I mean, were rude to him, Carmine. Yeah, and aesthetically, I could see what he was looking for in that group. Yeah, like, in you that ha- like all of y'all had so and like if I would have saw you out at a summer jam, I'm like no, that star, you know, because wow. y'all all wow. were like y'all yeah, all thank were you. in different ways. Thank like you. it was every y'all every woman and y'all. Still to this day, I don't understand when the, the conversation becomes of Black women and entertainment and all that. In Vogue should be literally up there with the Supremes and right between the Supremes and Destiny's Child when the conversation happens. And I, I, I always cringe when they, you know what I mean? Like, come on, because yeah. at that time, you have to think about also the time. What y'all did was lift such a large weight that was never, don't let go love, is a big deal because at the time they weren't given sisters hits. You had to fight, fight, fight. And especially with hip yeah. hop producers, they had to go over there to, mm-hmm. you know, um, the the other guys to get a hit if they wanted to cross over. you exactly. did it with your people. You know what I'm saying? And worship, Exactly, yeah. And talent, and it was unmistakable. And so I guess my question, I keep forgetting. When y'all got together, was it like, did y'all get together, get to the Barana piano, knock some keys out, and realize, oh, we got something here? or was it a crash course like was that that magic was it really something that was just from the right away. hard work it Ooh, was day one be- it was day I one it was literally
2: be- and and then um I was the second one to get to the audition Cindy was there first she's always timely she's always on time and I was surprised that I was second
1: because I'm always late
2: <laughs> um I am um the- but Cindy yeah. was there first and then Maxine came in after that with a girl named Jordana who was her roommate and Jordana mm-hmm. knew about the audition and she was getting ready to leave and Max was like where are you going and she said oh I have an audition today you want-? and and it's her Maxine's friend Ken called Maxine and said hey do you want to go to an aud- audition it wasn't even Jordana that told Maxine about the audition which was mm-hmm. dirty because she lived with her like come on yeah. you're not going to tell no. Maxine there's yeah. an audition go with me. Um mm-hmm. but uh Ken ended up telling Maxine and so Maxine got there later. Um but Jordana and her got there at the same time. So Jordana I'm sorry. I was oh, so Cindy was there, I got there second, then Maxine came in and Jordana came right after her. Um mm-hmm. and then Terry got there later because she had bad weather coming out of Houston. But yeah. our harmonies were undeniable. It was beautiful, it was magic, It you know, typically when groups have vocals like ours and the harmonies are so tight together. Like, um, it's usually family.
0: sister yeah, sledge. Uh, together forever. Yeah, yeah.
1: The
2: and with us, exactly. And with us, mm-hmm. it was we met that day and that day. It was magic right then. We didn't have to blend and find out oh, I can't hear your harmony and yeah. what part of you did it wasn't that it was all of us together. It was beautiful.
1: And, and that's, that's why. Insane. So
2: at first they were supposed to have three members only and they ended up with four because they felt like our harmonies were undeniable. And even though Jordana was there at the audition, she didn't make the audition because she didn't make the group because she was a little too rude. Um, mm-hmm. She was a little too round the way for them and asking where the <gasps> beer was and y'all ain't gonna feed us. Yes. <laughs> where's, where's the food? Like know, no,
1: where's, the, where's
2: the beer? Like y'all don't have no beer?
0: <laughs> What's, you know? Ooh. That's a little type of girl. Jordana,
2: yeah, I was like, you're not going to make this group at all because you know, you wait for people to be gracious enough to offer, you don't ask, Where's the beer?
1: Yeah,
2: and where's the food? So, I don't know, she just didn't make it, but um, yeah, it it, that was our harmonies were so undeniable and so beautiful together. That blend was amazing. Mm -hmm. So,
0: okay, okay, so part of me, oh, yeah, somebody's talking about part of me, part of me, yeah, but I want to talk about dawn and all my favorite leads of dawn if y'all mm-hmm. have some clip them. what's y'all's favorite lead right lead, vocal from dawn i when, one thing like the first album and the second album had so much meat on it this it's just insane to me y'all all had great lead moments my favorite from the first album of course is which probably is a shocker is waiting on you and love lines Wow, what you did love beat. lines. I'm excuse my leg, yes, ma'am. Love, you were so in that wow. pocket, you wrote that beat like that was in. <laughs> oh like, my that, goodness, to me, still to this day. Like, and I, I walk and I, I walk my dogs. This is probably if you hear clipping clatter, it's them. I walk my dogs to Love Line. I listen to y'all every day. Okay, love hold on,
2: Caroline. I just got a text from someone saying on social media, everybody's asking questions, and I'm not answering anything. But answer. you guys, we can't talk about what we're talking about and then answer the questions at the same time. So how do you want to do it? You want to answer questions yes. after? Yes. And let's do
0: questions now. We can do some questions.
1: And Wait a right. minute. So I let's talk
2: to... about, hold on. I'm going to answer what you said about love lines. And um, okay. and then I think you said waiting on you. Waiting on you, I'm very, very proud of. Because that is literally, literally the song that we learned the day that we met at the audition. That was the song that we auditioned with. So... uh. Maxine, uh, it was about 8pm. We were still waiting for Terry. She still hadn't gotten there. We were all supposed to be there, I think at one o'clock that day. Um, And so by three o'clock, we were doing the background vocals and putting those on waiting on you. We were learning the Mm -hmm. song that day. Denny was literally in the studio writing the parts for waiting on you. And we were in the car learning our background parts that he gave us that day. And he came back to the car and he was like, Okay, y'all, these are the leads. And this is how I want it to go. And he sang it to us. And then he was like, okay, so about eight o'clock, if Terry's not here, we're going to start. I was like, oh my God. So they had lunch for us at about five maybe. And then uh, by eight o'clock, he was like, okay, Terry's still not here. We're going to go ahead and start. So Maxine was like, I'll go first. She volunteered. I'll go first. And she put up her it's hand nice. and I was like, oh, she's brave. She's brave. Because I was yeah. all day long, Carmine. I was telling my sister, I want to go home. I want to go home. Let's go home. Let's go. I don't want to be here. And she was like, Dawn, you're just as good as the rest. I'm like, no, Cindy's been a yeah. child star. She went to Japan when she was a kid singing overseas. She's She was Miss California or ran from Miss California. And she was Miss Oakland. And she's done so much more than me. And I want to go I'm intimidated. I want to go is home. intimidating. Like
0: intimidating. Yeah. Like, and, me, then you
2: that, that and then Maxine. And then Maxine. But I had it, too. I just didn't know it at the time. Yeah, you had that real thing. Like, that's, that's right. thing that I,
0: I and you had a real but, street like run away
2: but they had already lived away from home and that's what i was more intimidated by i was still Mm -hmm. living at home with my parents i was 21 maxine had lived on her own she had her own apartment i mean cindy had her own place in la uh i didn't know terry yet because she still wasn't there but they told us so. she's in college that's where she's coming here from prairie view university Mm -hmm. so i was like oh my god i haven't done anything with my life i was intimidated for that reason um not because i didn't have the talent um but because i was just like they had done a lot more than me
1: yeah
2: so Maxine volunteered and when she came out I was like oh my god she's so good she's so good everybody was screaming and whoa you're so good and she was like really you guys and oh my god I was nervous and I was like she was nervous she sounded like that and she was nervous oh my god
1: mm-hmm.
2: so Denny turned around and he was like Dawn you're next okay Dawn he turned around to me and he was like okay you next and I was like but you gave Maxine a choice you didn't give me a choice and he said but if I gave you a choice." you would have said no. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So I'm telling you to go in there because I know you're not going to volunteer to just say, okay, I'm next. So you have to, so, and I was like, okay. So I got up and I went in there and I put on the headphones and they had a partition in front of us so that, because they had glass doors in the studio and sliding glass doors. So I closed the sliding glass door and I went behind the partition so they couldn't see me. And I put on the headphones and I was reading the lyrics and you can't, There is no way to feel a song when you're reading the lyrics for the first time. You can't, um, you can't emote. You can't close your eyes and feel the song and just sing it like you want to because you don't know it. So I'm reading the lyrics and, uh, what are the lyrics? Um,
0: oh, you know what you want to start from the top,
2: from the (laughs) top, I, 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 um, Cindy um this is Cindy it's hi Cindy. Cindy this is Dawn Which I love um,
0: I, I saw someone comment about that I love that no this yeah, is yeah this right? is Cindy um, right, this, um
2: are, you- are you waiting on um Kevin? call again, again? yeah okay. I'm waiting on Kevin um oh, you can't be sitting around waiting for that guy no, I I know guy. um mm-hmm. and then she said oh wait that's the door that's Michael yeah. she was waiting on
0: Michael while I was waiting so, on Kevin yeah <laughs> yes it's Michael that's right so that exactly what the heck o'clock. that's right the first it's, part
2: it's of six the one. it's mm-hmm. 10 o'clock and i'm what? still alone waiting by the phone Yes. um do, 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 and so i'm reading the, the lyrics true. it's 10 o'clock and i'm still alone. and i was messing up really bad we only had three tries
1: are you not first time at... that
2: first time it was terrible no it was off because i was too nervous and i was reading the lyrics
1: mm-hmm.
2: so daddy came over the speaker and he's like ah that was okay that was all right i think you could do better and I was like okay thank you so he gave me another chance and I tried it again and it was awful and he was like oh that wasn't so good either he said wait a minute your sister wants to come in there and talk to you and I was like what <laughs> my sister wants to come in here and talk to me oh my god right what now. does she want and he said she's mm-hmm. she's on her way so I heard the sliding glass door open and I looked out of the partition and I was like Dana what do you want why are you in here and she's like do not and I took off the headphones and I was like what do you want And she said, Done. You're so much better than this. I cannot believe you sound this bad. I was like, Dana, I know I'm nervous. She's like, no, there's no excuse. I know you can do better. And I'm thinking, I know that they can hear me because the speaker is in the studio and they can hear me without the headphones. They can still hear me.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: She's like, Dawn, you know better than this. You can sing better than this. I'm not having it. I'm telling mom, if you don't do this. I was like, mom, mom is not here. Go, leave out, leave, get out. I know (laughs) what I'm doing. So we started arguing like we were at home. Mm-hmm. and she was pregnant at the time so she felt like she was my big sister and i was her younger yeah. sister i was like i don't care get out i know what i'm doing leave be gone and she left out i thought she left out i went back behind the partition and put on my headphones and i was denny was like are you ready and i said Yep, yeah, i'm ready now and she said the one thing she told me was put the lyrics to the side don't worry about the lyrics because you're getting caught up on the lyrics don't worry about just make up something i was like I'm not good with making up lyrics on the spot like that. I can't do that. And she was like, Dawn, just do it. I don't know what it's going to take. Just do it. So I was like, OK, Denny, I'm ready. And I put the lyrics to the side. I can still see it in my mind. I put excuse me, the lyrics to the side and um, the music started. And that's when you hear me. And what you're hearing on that song on the Born to Sing album is my actual audition. I didn't change anything nothing but I can hear my little mistakes and my voice was shaky on my little part of course
0: you could yeah you could but you we can't but no we no liked. it sounded knows. like you were literally like where is this man I can't see what <laughs> you
1: I've exactly. been there like
0: I'm telling you we all have been there like and then so you sung it and uh, I can't wait like for well, that part like it was like you're right like exactly. i can't wasting my time sitting by you to come home like I'm not doing yes. it like so <laughs> come
1: home now or yeah, yes, go,
0: or go, like, yeah. Yes, yes. But, like I'm not like I, to me I like I just that makes me I'm never gonna listen to it the same now oh story. my gosh so. well now you <laughs> gotta go back and listen to it but you actually hear.
2: so about a month later Denny and Tommy told us that um we're gonna put waiting on you on the album and we chose Dawn's version at first, we were like, oh my God, you gotta put out, waiting on you. That's our first song ever. And yay. And then the room quickly changed when Denny said, yeah, and we chose Dawn's version. And it was like, silence. Uh oh. That's when I knew the girls were pissed off because why did they pick Dawn's version? But my version, if you hear it, that's why they picked it. it was and honest. I hate, I hate yeah. talking about myself like I'm all that. But that was but the reason I- that they picked it. It was the best one of the four. And yes if they would have picked any of ours, it's like, I'm happy that any of ours is chosen. But with me, it was like, uh, I think that's when it started the, a, a little bit of the jealousy started coming out. Our first time overseas in London, we were in a boutique hotel. And I don't, we were in Terry's room waiting for them to change her room. And we were running around the hotel all happy. It wasn't like a Hilton. It was a small little sweet little hotel. And we were like, we are in London for the first time, overseas, we were so happy and we were in Terry's room waiting for them to change her room because she didn't want to be across the hall from across the hotel from Denny I'm sorry our David our manager Um, so we were waiting for them to change her room and we got on the subject of I don't know how and Maxine was like well Dawn you know that you're the best singer in the group I mean and I was like no and Terry's like excuse me I don't think so Uh, she was so indignant and so and I was like oh whoa and that's the first time that I started seeing like, okay, a little bit of jealousy come out. And yeah, it was there. It was just, I was, I immediately tried to play small to make them feel bigger because of that comment that Terry made. And I was like, no, Max, we're all great, well, we are. Yeah, y'all
1: yeah, are. But
2: Every group has one that stands out a little bit different, a little bit better, you know, in a different way. And I had mm. that.
1: I just didn't know that I had that. Now. I didn't have
2: it. I didn't know that I had it because I'm the youngest one in the group. So I was just happy to be there. I'm the kid's sister. I'm just happy. Like, hey, I'm in a group, you know, and I was celebrating each of our, each of our milestones. If Terry's single was chosen as, you know, don't go was chosen as a single. I was like, yay. Hold on was chosen as our first single. Yay. You know, so I was very happy about that. And, um,
0: I was very happy and it, <laughs> Say again?
1: and it showed.
0: and it showed like and then, yeah like, it, you could tell like even when people um even discussing that song the songs you never omitted anything like you didn't push yourself to the front like you can tell that you no. were genuinely no. um excited just for to be a part of it and exactly. like you know i did not know that's something that there's a lot of bombs that i'm getting from this interview you know right. that i had no idea but one of them, I hadn't, I, for some odd reason, I just, I don't know why. I did not think there was any jealousy involved. But now looking back on all those interviews and all of that, it makes sense. But that makes me even respect y'all even more because that was early on. Yeah. Y'all wrote that wave almost 10 years. Oh, it was 97 when EV3 came out? 97 or so? That it, was the yeah, long EV3, time to be
2: it was supposed to be an envelope Four album, but yeah, it ended yeah. up being EV3. Yeah, that's a long time. To I, it it really took me a lot sh- being being around them and being mistreated. And, you know, I, I was telling someone in an interview yesterday, I've said it a few times now um, in different interviews that it, it was really hard for me. After a while, you get tired of being the one that everybody singles out. So Dawn, yeah. you know, every time we would leave the um, venue and on the MC Hammer tour, um, they would give us a VHS tour of um, tape of our show and we would critique ourselves, except it was always about critiquing Dawn.
1: Mm-hmm. It was always about
2: me after a while. And I was like, wait a minute, aren't we supposed to be critiquing each other and trying to, Oh my God, I messed up on that step. Oh, I should be over here. Instead of over here on never going to get it or Ooh, bah, I missed that bah. note. It was supposed to be all of us, but it was always about, Oh, Dawn missed that note. Dawn did this. Dawn did that. And I was like, wait a minute. So I left out of the, the, uh, we would go in the back uh, of the tour bus. We had a lounge and we would put the VHS tape in the VCR (laughs) and we would go over all the steps and stuff. And it was always about dawn, 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 dawn. And I'm like, wow, you guys are only talking about me. So I left out. I was pissed off one time and I left out and then I saw Maxine come out about 20 minutes later to go to the bathroom and I called her into my bunk. And, and when you're in your bunk, you can't sit up straight because your head mm-hmm. will hit the bunk above you. It's
1: like, yeah. This big. So
2: I, I was thing. leaning back and I asked Maxine, and she came and leaned back too in my bunk. And she was like, what's up? And I said, Max, if we were talking about you like this, how would you feel? Every single time we do a show and we get off the, you know, we leave the venue and we come back, and we change our clothes, put on our pajamas or our sweatpants or whatever. And, and we talk about, we, we critique the show, we critique me only. It's not all four of us it's only me and she's like dawn you are absolutely right she's like say no more and she took me to the back lounge and she's like you guys she took the remote from terry and she said she turned it off the vcr off and she said we treat dawn differently and we're going to stop now and cindy was like no we don't we don't treat dawn differently We're, we're all equal and she said no we're not no we're not we treat dawn totally differently and we're going to stop now. We're only critiquing Dawn's dance steps and her notes and stuff that she sings on stage, but we never critique ourselves. You guys don't talk about my notes being bad or Terry notes being bad or Cindy's notes being bad. We only talk about Dawn and we're going to stop now. So it's been that way from the very beginning. Wow. And it didn't change even when, you know, the last deal we had on the table was, that was when, that was, uh. Rough Town deal that we had on the table
0: and Stony yeah, and, and that all that EP stuff. Yeah, I remember that EP was everything. Y'all did. Were you okay? So I, re, I don't remember hearing because I liked. I haven't got the Rough Town. I didn't listen to the whole EP. Like I said, I'm a fan. That well, rough that Town, was the ev three
2: album
0: ev three. There was an EP. Were you not a part of that when the, the I was a part of that one.
2: I wasn't supposed to be on it, but they, they no, they didn't pull my They didn't pull vocals. my vocals off hundred percent. They just pulled them back in the in the mix.
1: But they didn't pay me for either.
0: The one with the expiration I'm thinking about the one expiration date.
2: I think um, that was on Masterpiece. I
0: think that was Masterpiece Theater. Okay. I'm thinking there's an EP that, and I thought I heard you on it, and I could be completely wrong. Well, you did.
2: You heard me. That's what I just said. You heard me on um, EV3 album. So I was on Right Direction. I sang Background. I sang Background on um, Too Gone Too Long. I sang background on. I sang "Don't Let Go." That was on that album. "Don't Let Go." Um, uh-huh. I sang background on. Uh, Ooh, whatever. Whatever you do.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. No,
0: I I you,
2: now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I exactly. Love. Exactly. Yeah. Oh
0: my god.
1: That,
2: that song really I love it
1: too.
0: Like it was. I hate that, and I always wondered what would have done with that a bomb ass bridge. Because, well, sing the, the my, part of the bridge.
2: Cindy sang the bridge, and I was supposed to sing it. I had sang it initially, and then they put Cindy on it, so they pulled me off uh, of that. Yeah, the bridge part.
0: I just was- feel like, like you, and like how you did on uh, "Runaway Love." I know we, uh, we talked about your solos on um, "Born to Sing," but "Runaway Love" to me.
2: Oh, my God. It's everything,
0: Carmine. A song, y'all, to, get oh, that, thank you. to me, yeah. is, is the, I think, the epitome of wow. girls have never done it before and they can never do it after. Like that.
2: Oh, um, my gosh. Wow.
0: Everything. Like, literally, every genre, everything, all wrapped up in this this easy listen. But if you you could turn it in your car and make the... The bass rattle. Yes. You can also lay out with your lover to it. You can go exactly. walk until her jaw for it. <laughs> and that, or you can come especially,
2: back and listen especially to those with vocals. Maxine coming in. Maxine coming in the beginning. Are you ready to roll? Yes. Yeah, She yes. had that low voice. Funky yes. dance
1: with a cool like stroke.
2: With the swing vibes. All yes. I did is
1: it feels you... good to be doing it yeah. again. Chocolate yeah. cream to yeah. me, baby. Do is please me me and then me. higher, 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 higher. I have never, it. y'all
0: had high. no business. Yes, Well, <laughs> you had no business. I want to say, I y'all had no business exactly. singing like that. Y'all had no business. Yes, I <laughs> wow. had no business singing like that. And then, and then to end it like that, and then just be like, all right, like it was yeah. The girls couldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. They, they never and they have never. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to me, I, I don't know. I feel like y'all are such a. So
2: we got. Like the
1: muses.
2: Well, we have to start to answering me. questions because we said we were going to do that. Yeah, somebody okay, just that's asked, right. Let's
1: somebody just it. asked,
2: how come we didn't do whatever during the 20 year um, reunion? But we didn't have. Some songs translate well on stage, from record to the stage, very well. And other songs don't do so well live. And every time we would try to do whatever live, it just didn't work. The audience yeah. didn't feel it. We, we tried to, you know, give it, and it just wasn't working. We had all these great dance steps. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it was Y'all so... Y'all done it
0: one time, or the girls did it with that. I remember, and it was, you're right, it never translated.
2: Yeah, it doesn't work as well live as it does on record. So not everything that you do on the album is going to end up in your show. Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody else did doing really well, too. we Love is a feel good track. Um, take me on time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hi. Hi. Oh. Okay, answer, answer questions. I see some and I'm about to start Hi. answering them from this. Okay, we have a few. All right, and then phone, I do not want to take up all your time. Okay, let's start the questions. Ask Dawn if if she will participate. Good question. No,
1: will you no I won't. In a- no,
2: no no because they're not going to tell the truth we've sat in a room with just the four of us and they don't don't tell the truth so why are they going to do it on a biopic they're going to make me look like the bad one the odd one out because i'm the feisty one and i speak the fuck up and they're going to make it seem like i'm a bitch so no No, i'm not no i'll do a biopic on my own i'll do a biopic on my own and i'll tell the story because i tell the truth
0: lifetime would do an amazing no or, they would not
2: I, no lifetime is so. not the one no lifetime did Who their you, christmas movie no thanks i'm not yeah no.
0: that's true that's true and That'd they did a, a
2: bunch of other biopics and i was just like okay is this supposed to be a leah like um
0: uh, Well, you know. yeah but they got better now i would say the clark sisters one was pretty good i didn't um, see that one yeah okay that was pretty good i felt like it's you can tell when someone is involved but she said like y'all just Okay, so it's off the table as all
1: four of y'all. Well, are I mean, doing a bar it's pit. off
2: the table because they're not going to tell the truth. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm always going to be the one who looks like I'm the bitch and I'm not about to be that. If you're not going to mm-hmm. tell the truth about Terry sleeping with Denny and causing the breakup of the group initially, if you're not going to talk about the fact that the, all the girls came together to kick me out, including Maxine, if you're not going to talk about the truth, then I am not going to be a part of that because I'm the only one who's going to be talking about, I, talk, I I've been telling the truth for years. And saying the same thing consistently even before social media. So I'm the only one.
0: I had no, this is, and I say I'm a huge fan, but these are like bombs that are just going off. But like I said, y'all are like goddesses to me. So I was Thank like, you. they nothing is wrong with them. Nothing, nothing happens. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I like, understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, okay. I've done... What did In discuss in rehearsal for Sylvia? Yes. Oh, that's a good question. For the 30th year. What What did we discuss?
2: We didn't discuss anything because we, Rona was there. Rona was there. She was, we didn't discuss anything because it wasn't the time. Um, And it wasn't a 30 year reunion. It was only supposed to be a charity event for cancer that Sylvia Rona had us come in to do so. Um, We had a meeting prior to that, maybe a month or two before that um that we talked about possibly coming together but the girls didn't want to call it a reunion because they wanted rona to be a part of it to
0: be part of it and i'm like Mm -hmm.
2: okay anytime anytime people are coming back together they are reuniting that is a reunion so what are you talking about you don't want to call it a reunion it is a reunion but Mm -hmm. i don't think at my opinion because we all have opinions here right and it was me sanitary maxine and their manager and my managers came and um I said, anytime there is a reunion, I said, it needs to be just the four of us, you guys, because we were the ones who created this from the beginning. And we need the time. You didn't
0: want Rona involved.
2: No, I didn't want her involved. She's never done anything to me. She's very sweet, very kind, and and as far as the public eye is concerned, she's never been mean to Maxine and I. She has always been gracious. And um, she sounds fine. She sings great, but I don't think her harmonies match ours at all. We have a synergy the four voices that created the sound that everybody loved from the beginning are the four voices that need to come out and celebrate our fans at a a time before she was even a part of it. So like I keep saying, if Rona had a reunion with the Mickey Mouse Club or the Jamie Foxx show, and I'm not, no shade, she was on those shows, She was a part of that. But if she had a reunion with them, would Terry, Terry, Cindy and Dawn be a part of that at all? Terry, Cindy, and yep. Maxine and Doran, would we be a part of that with her? No. That's, fair.
1: that's, that's right.
2: Absolutely yeah. not. So why should she be a part of something that she wasn't there from the beginning for? She didn't help us build it. So why should she be able to share in that? So what I thought was, and, and in 2010, she wasn't a part of that reunion. She sat back and she she didn't like that it. that she did. She did sit it she out. She, she allowed us the graciousness of, she was gracious enough to say, I think Terry said she was upset with it, but she still knew that's not my place. How can I celebrate something I wasn't there for from the beginning? How can I do that? Like she understood that it was not her place. So let me pull this back a little bit because you have that screen up and yeah. So she wasn't a part of the beginning. So how can she be there for that? So she sat it out in 2010 and I was like, she needs to do the same thing in 2020 why not Why you know what i mean it's not fair that she should be there to celebrate something she didn't help
0: build that's true i get that now that makes it it breaks my heart but i get it now I, if it was if to me i feel like y'all had the seniority so if y'all you and maxine got together and said it was out as a 50 50 decision no it wasn't no. no
2: you keep saying that no uh, people think that no. i'm, I'm saying it's that no
0: no I'm we didn't that.
2: have we didn't have seniority. That that the seniority. That's case. why it was me and Cindy in the meeting in that same meeting, it became a back and forth with just me and Cindy because she was the one who was really fighting for Rona. Um, mm-hmm. And she kept saying, well, Rona has been with us longer. She's been with us 13 years and you and Maxine were only with us for eight years. And I was like, yeah, but those eight years we helped build this shit. We built yeah, this whole exactly. thing. Come on, yeah. give us our credit. And, and for the past I left the group in 97 and you guys got Amanda first and then you got Rona and I'm not sure when she came in, but she's been a part of this whole thing, making money hand over fist since I left and I haven't been making money at all. So why mm. can't Rona just sit it out and give us a chance to make a little bit of money. Maxine and I both, you know, why, why did we have to Instead guys, of cutting
0: it five ways?
2: Exactly. And why, this is my thing. They kept fighting for Rona that day in the meeting. And I was like, wow. You guys are really, really fighting to keep Rona as a part of this whole thing. But you didn't fight to keep me in the group at all. Mm. At all. You guys didn't fight for me in that one second. Well, you guys, we need to really have Dawn here. And we shouldn't kick her out. In 1997, they didn't fight to keep me. But you're fighting so hard to keep Rona. I feel some kind of way about that. So don't talk to me about Rona. (laughs) I I feel, I'm I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I, feel I get you. upset. I get upset because I feel like all of those girls, the way that they were fighting for Rona, they should have fought for me the same way. But they kicked me out of the group and kept Terry in the group for doing the same exact thing that I did. That's why they kicked me out for doing a solo album. But Terry did hers first.
0: first yeah, Southern
2: Gal. Yeah, so I don't understand. I cannot understand. It doesn't make any sense to me that. It was it was good for Terry, but it was not good for me. It was good for Rona, but it wasn't good for me. They, it's, so again, they're treating me differently than they did any other members
0: of the group. It's always you been you're really sisters. I that's like I'm talking. No. About, like, yeah. No, fair <laughs> is know, fair. Not, I mean, fair is fair. If but you're you gonna know, be like, sisters, and, and
2: first of all, we're grown women, so this is business before it is sisters, and we have sure. to think that's about right. this. We did kick on out for the same shit that Terry did. That. Yeah it is so freaking it's so obvious and so wrong on every level that they did not see the truth in that like okay Terry did a solo album first and then they asked Dawn to do a solo album and we kept Terry in the group but we kicked Dawn out right is right right is right wrong is wrong period and now we got Rona who has been here making money, hasn't missed a beat, hasn't been able to not pay her bills. At times, I couldn't pay my bills. At times, I was homeless. I slept in my car for a couple of weeks. So, Rona has been making a lot of money. Rona can sit to the side for a minute and let Dawn, Maxine, Cindy, and Terry do our thing for our fans Mm -hmm. so we can make money. First of all, so we can bring it back to the fans and appreciate what they did for us, keeping us going 30 years in a row, loving us all this time. Give it back to the fans. And then when you guys have your 13 year anniversary, then Rona can come back in and Maxine and I will walk away and give you guys the space to celebrate that with her because she has been there. She's been holding it down. I would have stayed there and hold, held it down too, if I was given the chance, but I was kicked That's out of the true. group. Right.
0: So, so I you didn't have. En- en- you would envision right now involved kind of the late, instead of it all coming together, you'd prefer a rotation. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, is, I, yeah. I never even thought about that, but that, I could see how that would work. And then in the invoke like like I keep saying y'all would be amazing in Vegas. Invoke the four of you. Well, we tried
2: Vegas. We got, I got to say, we tried Vegas in 2009. That whole year we toured here in the States for our 10-year anniversary, leading up to the 10-year anniversary. So in 2009, we started touring the States. Excuse me. And then we had overseas. We went to Amsterdam, Rotterdam. I've said this in so many interviews now. But Amsterdam, Rotterdam, London, Paris, and then uh, Dublin, Ireland, and Cork, Ireland. And when we came back to the stage, we continued to tour. And that's when we had those three deals on the table. Sony, Warner Brothers, and Roughtown.
0: Um, okay. And what made y'all choose Roughtown?
2: I didn't choose Roughtown. I kept telling them, let's not do it. I was the only one who said no.
0: That's okay. So that answers the and question. Cindy, you. Is it true that other labels wanted to sign y'all during the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. No, this, yeah,
2: was, so. this was in 2000. In the 90s, too, we had Sony was on the table uh, when we were on top. Babyface, L.A. and L.A. Reed and Babyface. So um, LaFace was offering us a deal and it was fully indemnified. To be fully indemnified means that you have, it's almost like Mm -hmm. having Allstate, Progressive, Safe Farm and AAA. You're fully protected all the way around. And, um, And they couldn't make up their minds. So that deal left the table. And we lost that deal. Because we couldn't make up our minds, it was like you guys, Babyface wants to sign us.
0: Yeah, that would have been amazing. There is no Baby other production
2: face. like Babyface. Like, okay, Denny and Tommy oh, yeah. are great. They created something amazing with us, but Babyface,
0: like, and and Vogue's, vote, y'all would have taken, like, they talk about when they talk about Babyface, they talk about Whitney, they talk about Tony, and I felt like y'all would have been, y'all would have taken it right into, there, like, yeah, something way different. Yeah, way different, fully indemnified
2: too. So fully indemnified means that we couldn't get sued by Denny and Tommy because we were protected all the way around. We were protected and we wouldn't have gotten sued by them for leaving them. We had a chance to leave and we didn't do it. So, you know, I was just as afraid. But at the time, I was also saying you guys, this is a really good opportunity for us. And what if it works? I know there's a chance that it won't work. But what if it does work? So um, yeah, what are they asking now? I'm sorry.
0: Oh yeah, you're fine. No, 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 no. Um, where did you guys take? That's the question I wanted to know too. The picture on your debut album, Born to Sing, the cover, where was that at?
2: That was in Malibu on the beach. That was in Malibu. Yeah. So we did some other shots indoors at another location. And then we left and went down there when the sun was setting. Cause that's what the photographer wanted the sunset on our faces. And, um, we had gone down to the alley in Los Angeles which is this little cheap area where you can buy cheap clothes. You can get like a hundred bucks and we'll buy you a thousand dollars worth of wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> it's that cheap down there. And if you have kids going to school, that's where you want to shop because everything is super cheap. And um, yeah. we went down and we picked up these church suits, you know, with the sheer sleeves and all that stuff. <laughs> I and, love um, those, I, oh I my... want
0: to find uh, those Good! <laughs> I love, I, I have it on, I have y'all on the shirt and I love it. Everything about that cover to me is, is oh everything. It's, the, it was such a time. It was such a moment. I feel like it represented, it was exactly what to me, which I represented. And yeah. it was like, we're pretty girls and we were born to sing. And we were, we're born to sing. And we're covered and we are. Thank brilliant. you. Yeah. What is your yeah. favorite track on Born to Sing and Funky D and why? Born to
2: Sing, I would say want to sing was um well waiting on you yeah okay i was getting ready to go to um just can't stay away but i think was just can't stay away on the second album it was on the
0: first it was on the first just can't stay away yeah it was on the oh no it was on the it was on the first it was on the first it was on the first album, yeah. I was the um, to listen it, yeah. Kind of so
2: Just Can't Stay Away, and um, I didn't love Lies. I didn't love that song at all. But uh, really? Waiting On You, I was very so proud it. of that. So I will definitely say Waiting On You is my favorite. And then Just Can't Stay Away, and then Desire.
1: Desire.
2: Oh, uh, that is my song. baby, 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 baby. Hey, you,
1: baby, uh, yeah. Y'all put... Yeah, Desire was sexy. Yes,
0: (laughs) yes, instrument. And then, like, I'm saying, y'all were instruments on its own. Like, if that was just an acapella, it would have had the almost exact same feel. But those... It was... The production, every time on an Invoke song, is almost just, like, sprinkles on a cake. Y'all could have just done it and don't let (laughs) go on acapella. Like, and it would still have the same, like affect all the rest of the wow. guitar and that rock solo just took exactly it wow and then um
2: and then on born to sing i funky divas i would say definitely don't let go um mm-hmm. and then i loved it and over to the fat lady sing so yeah
0: because i did the yeah, rap the rap on that <laughs> you did, and you skated. Yeah, it's beautiful and Maxine like,
2: is singing her butt off. Yes, and then, um, y'all I also love "Give It Up, Turn It Loose." She's gotten so much better yes. at singing that one. She is like,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it now. I love it more now than I did when we first did it because she's she owns it now. She knows yes. how to nuance certain parts of it now live. So yeah, it's incredible.
0: Because that was because uh, oh were... hip hop
2: lover. Oh my yes. god. Yes, hip hop yeah.
0: baby. you Y'all did that. Like y'all <laughs> Oh my gosh. You are a legend. Okay, so Oh my god. Right, so how fun was it? Okay the diet commercial. I'm never gonna an- like answer one more fan question and then I won't take any more of your time, even though I want to. It's okay, but... <laughs> we're
2: good. We're good. You got another Okay. We'll go until three o'clock. Okay. So how it's two thirty right amazing.
1: now.
0: Okay. How fun was it during the Diet commercial? Diet Coke commercial?
2: Um, the Diet Coke commercial, I didn't love. I really didn't. I just thought we should have done something a little more... I love working with Spike Lee. Let me say the good things first, because working with Spike Lee was amazing. Like, he's a legend. So mm. I was just like, oh my god! Yeah. He's a legend. Um, but I just thought, I wanted him to do something like one of his movies, like School Days, or... You know, uh, I just wanted him to do something weird, like we were on a moving conveyor belt or something, and we were moving and singing at the same time. Um, yeah. And he didn't do that, so
1: yeah. I didn't, even know
0: Spike Lee. I didn't know Spike Lee directed that, so now yeah, I see exactly yeah. what you're saying. It didn't have
1: this Spike Lee.
0: Diet mm-hmm. I love that commercial. I started drinking. Yeah. No, I did. I did. I don't drink diet coke, but I brought a pack after watching that on YouTube. I really did. I'm like, they're that's literally funny. making me drink Diet Coke, even this because the commercial that came out in the nineties and still to this day still that's selling so me funny. Diet Coke. Yeah, it's that's true. Cool. No, I'm on I'm being completely honest. Okay, so okay. Um
2: Yeah, and yeah. it's also because we had those stupid dance stuff that they gave us doing all that stupid stuff that we did. We didn't we weren't ourselves until the very end. on that part we were us because we we weren't dancing anymore and I leaned on Maxine and then that makes it was me Terry I think Cindy and then Maxine yeah and I love that she's saying lean on it I just thought it could have been a better commercial
0: yeah and then I mean yeah but it was that other um y'all did two diet no one commercial that y'all did do y'all did was it converse What y'all did. Kevin.
2: Yes. Hey, KJ. See you later. Okay. And
0: then there was (laughs) another commercial. Was it another, y'all did two Diet Coke commercials, right? There was one when y'all were like on the, like, what am I thinking about? What can y'all help me out? There's a commercial where y'all were like goddesses. That was was
2: KJ. That was Converse.
0: Okay. Converse. I knew I was right. Okay. Uh That's it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so do y'all st- do you still remember the choreography to "Lies" and you don't have to worry? Yes, because y'all did. though oh you gosh. don't have to worry. It's my song.
2: Lies in the sea. Yes, it's running real ramp. The community, know, stuff. community that's stuff. That's the only stuff. part I can remember. Who, who did that rap, Don?
1: If you don't remember. oh, that like, was Debbie T. Pers-
2: because it okay, when we because um, really, because one, um, because because what Debbie T is really trying to say is when you break it all down, we're
0: really I'm all the same. We're really saying. all the same. Okay, you're right. She did say, yeah, hey, Debbie T when I first started getting into it, I was like, oh, my God, I think this is Dawn again. And then I was like, no, it's not Dawn, because I know that voice anywhere. But I'm like, yeah, thank you. And then I went and then it was, it was, you're right, she did the
1: Yeah, I remember, hold
2: on, um, don't waste your time,
1: fighting.
2: my 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 Thoughts, oh, despair. Despair. hold out. You know, that's long. all I remember. I don't remember. lies was a different choreographer, and he had some weird stuff going on with our bodies, and I, it, I felt afflicted.
0: <laughs> I felt do, like it was... do you do? Do you? Okay, so speaking of choreography, okay, so Frank Gatson. Uh
2: huh. What about him?
0: The relationship between him and y'all now, like I know he's he's with the girls a lot, but what was that like with Frank?
2: Frank was awesome. Frank is an amazing choreographer. He's a visionary. Frank is is. really, really, really amazing. Um, But what I didn't like was when I left the group, Frank was really nasty towards me. So he would say, exactly, in the public eye, anytime we do an interview, he's like, oh, don't talk to me about vogue. I bulk. Dylan Robinson, you know. Like, really? So what did I do to you? Because he took us to his mansion. When we did the reunion in 2009, um, and and we were coming back together. He had a freaking mansion. Exactly. (laughs) A freaking mansion. We didn't have a mansion, but this fool had a mansion. And had the nerve to complain. He said, Dawn, I remember I was sitting on the floor, and and we were playing this song that we were going to record called um, Jimmy Choo. And I was like, oh, my God, this is us. You guys were coming back. Like, it was all the harmonies were in there um, that Mm -hmm. sounded like in-bulk harmonies. It was perfect for us. Perfect for us. And we were playing it at rehearsal, and... And um, uh, Frank looked at me and he said, Dawn, turn that off. And I was like, no. And I kept playing it. I played it another time. And, and when it ended, I played it one more time. He's like, excuse me. I don't want to hear that song again. I said, Frank, what is wrong with you? He said, do you know what Has I tell he people? always been that way?
1: What do you mean? Well, that? he would
2: know. He was nasty towards me because he was probably like that with other people. But because I left the group, he said, do you know what I tell people when they ask me what you're like? And I was like, no, Frank, what do you tell people when when they ask you what I'm like? I tell, and he said, I tell them hardwood floors. I was like, what are you talking about hardwood floors? Because he was sitting to my left and I was sitting in front of the uh, stereo system playing that song. And I turned it off so I could hear what he had to say. And he said, I tell them hardwood floors. I said, what do you mean hardwood floors? He said, because when you left the group, I didn't get my hardwood floors in my mansion. Hold on, hold up, I'm sorry. I don't know if I heard you correctly or not, but did you say that you have a mansion because of us, but because I left now you don't have hardwood floors in that mansion that I helped buy you? Is that what and you're saying? And talking to
0: me like that will never get you them hardwood floors. Like,
2: Well, not only that, the girls should have been like, wait a minute, you have a mansion? Because we don't have mansions. Cindy doesn't have a, well, Cindy has one because of her husband playing baseball.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but we didn't have, Maxine didn't have a mansion. Terry didn't have a yeah. mansion. We, Terry had a house but she didn't have a freaking mansion and you mean to tell me that you are the choreographer and you have a mansion
0: I have a problem and to, with that. to me I noticed that he often he took what he did with In Vogue and took it and sold it and repackaged it to other groups. Well, and that's what the
2: other groups to the wanted edge. too. Other groups wanted that. Sure, yeah. So and Beyonce, no. he would always tell me, Beyonce looks at what you do in the videos and she wanted to emulate certain things. She's a much better dancer than me, but she loved my power that I had in the
0: videos. So hair, yes. um, yes. Exactly.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. a, but she did it so much better and I was flattered that she said that. But my thing was, he's going to bring what he has to other people because that's what he does. So it wasn't like he said, "Okay, watch the girls in the video here and do exactly what they do." I don't think he did right. that I so got much saying. as, as, and and like I told him, even when he said um, the hardwood floors part, when we were at his mansion, and he actually showed us. He He's like, "See this, y'all? Y'all bought this. Y'all bought, our, you know, this mansion." And did you see yeah, the uh, the Hummer in my garage that we walked past when we walked into the garage? Y'all bought that too. And I was like, wow. And I sat on his steps because he had one of those staircases that go up on both sides. Mm -hmm. So you could walk up the stairs this way or you could walk up the stairs that way. And I was like, I sat on the bottom of his steps and I started crying. And I was like, Terry was like, Dawn, what's wrong? And I was like, because it's not to say that you don't deserve this. You deserve everything that we're looking at. Everything, Frank, this is beautiful. I'm happy for you what I'm ha- I'm not happy about is the fact that we don't have the same. And that's all I was me trying too. to tell you guys when I was in the group and I'm sitting there crying and they were like, and Ter- Terry sat next to me. And then Maxine came and she put her hand on my knee. And I was like, I just, I don't understand why you guys didn't listen to me. It, di- it didn't make any sense for you guys to kick me out of the group. Like you did it just, and, and all of it came out, but they didn't admit anything. They didn't say they're sorry. And it was like, I got fire. blamed for everything. And yeah. So every single time we've tried to get back together, that's why doing a reality show is not going to be reality because I'll be the only one talking truth and the other girls will be. And then they
0: would be programmed and with the the right thing to say. Well, Terry doesn't want to
2: admit that she's the one who broke it down in the first place, that it was her fault for doing the solo album in the first place. We were all supposed to stand in solidarity. We all agreed to do one thing as a group. And here you are in the studio recording your solo album. And so that... That was the first time that it felt started falling apart. That's when everything started, you know, crumbling.
0: To crumble. What's the next question? Was it really tough? Yeah, that's a good question. I love Was it really too. tough on the Vandross tour and why... Frank Gadsden. Eating into too much details. Frank?
2: Well, one of the fans asked who was Frank who? And I said Frank Gatson.
0: Oh, Frank Gatson. Yes, yes. What was, was the really question? On the, the, I'm sorry. I, was it really tough on the Vandross tour? That's something that I know that y'all and what was without having to give too much away? What was, what were the circumstances that made it really tough? I know he was a mess, you know, but- He was, but he was Luther. Every single night,
2: despite the differences that we had with him, every single night, I promise you, we were out there for months. And every single night we would catch his show. We would take off our makeup real quick. Actually, we didn't take off our makeup because we knew we were going to be kind of out in the audience. So we would go out and watch his show and we would just stand there. Cause he was, you know, up on uh, a theater in the round. And so it was up mm-hmm. higher than us. And we would stand there and just watch what he did every night, every night because it was so amazing. Oh my God, he was such a professional. He was He's consummate right professional. The way he moved was smooth. Um, but what happened with that is because his show was a theater in the round, it was, well, let me see. So if you had our drummer, I'm sorry bass player, keyboard player, drummer, guitar player, and maybe a percussionist or somebody. Um, Because the stage moves so slowly, that's all you would see is the back of the guitar player, the back of the bass player, the back of the keyboard. You wouldn't see us. So the fans started complaining that they wouldn't see us through the whole thing. And we were like, okay, you guys. Plus we signed a contract with him saying that we couldn't wear red, white, black, or blue which were the primary colors. We were so desperate for money though that we signed the contract. And midway through the tour, we went and got some tour support from the label. And uh, we were in Houston and we went to the Houston mall, Cindy and Terry went to the Houston mall and they bought Versace. They bought me these thigh high boots that were, they had buckles all the way up the front and they were patent leather and they were badass. They were so sexy, but they were like, Dawn, we know that you're the only one that can wear these.
1: So they bought me these. You are
2: that girl. Thank you. They bought me those boots, but, um, and I had this this see-through leather, almost like a sweater dress, but it was open. And I was like, I had some shorts on. It was sexy. Um, And and we spent all this money on wardrobe because we were getting bad write-ups from the press. And the fans were not liking what we looked like. And we asked Luther if we could put our band in the pit, because his band was in the pit.
1: That's genius.
2: That means that him and his two or three dancers were on stage. So it was Luther and then three other dancers: Ava Cherry and uh, Lisa Fisher were on stage. Mm. And we were like, "Our our fans can't see us. We have to put our band in the pit." And he was like, "Nope, you guys sign a contract." And he didn't want us to wear anything that had glitter or anything that would catch light or sparkle, because I, he said, "I am a girl group." I am a girl group and I want all the attention on me and my girls. So that's what he wanted. And we had to comply with that. So after a while we had to leave the tour, but, um, yeah, there was some funny stories with Luther. He was, I tell you, learning from him and how he moved on stage was a dream every single night. He was amazing vocally on point on pitch every single time Luther, uh, uh, Lisa Fisher doing, um, how can I ease the pain? Uh.
0: How
1: can I? That
0: is, to me, one of the most
1: poinant things oh ever heard. We'll hit, go into she, that.
2: I just messed up, but she would hit it on point. I was no, like, "Okay, shes, she's going to do, do it? it? Is she going to do it?" She would do it every single time, and I was like, "Oh my God, she did it again. She did it again. She yeah. did it every single night, like, yeah. Clockwork. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that was amazing.
0: Fun, I wish that I was like, oh my god, I would have loved it. I personally, okay, we're gonna we're all closing down, but yes. I so no bio biopic, like none, I guess. Unless you know what, it again, hold on, I will, I'll
2: clear this up. If, um, thank you so much, yes, thank you.
1: They said, how are you hitting those notes? You did. I said, you did. Yes, Adonis. Thank you so much. I'm not even warmed up. It's it's still really Thank you, you guys. Thanks, Carmine. Girls are willing to
2: be honest with me about what happened. Because all I need from them, I don't need them to kiss my ass. I don't need them to, oh, Dawn, we're so sorry and, and gloat over me. I just need to, to, to take accountability for the fact that things happened differently with me than it did with Terry, and that they treated me differently in that circumstance, and that broke up the whole entire group.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That Terry's relationship with Danny started it, I, I'm Dawn, I take that blame. I take the blame. Okay, Terry, thank you. And then... Dawn, and we kicked you out for doing the same exact thing Terry did. You, you did a solo album. Terry did a solo album. Terry did it first, and we still kicked you out, and we, weren't, we were wrong for that. That's all I need. I'll be like, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, I love you. I love you so much. Thank you so much for acknowledging that because for years, I held on to the blame of that. I had fans that were so angry with me. I got a couple of uh, fan mail, handwritten letters that were death threats. Because they thought that I broke up the group. Like, wow. So I've had to hold on to the blame for that for many, many decades. Decades. And it doesn't feel good. Even overseas, people are like, I have a bone to pick with you, Dawn. You left the group and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I it wasn't my fault. I've had to hold on to that for a long time. So if they were to say, you know what? We're so sorry what we did to you was wrong and we love you and, and we're back. I'm good. I just need that little bit. Vindicate me from the fans thinking that I was the one to break up the group because I was yes. the blame for that for a long time. It's not fair. So, and when so you're now on... you're
1: you're
0: you're you're doing um, you're moving on from In Vogue. Tell us more about what you have. Your Irons in the Fire.
2: Oh, what I'm doing now. Um, so I am working. On, I just started my label, and I'm going to work on. I'm working on my autobiographical book. Um, my my life story.
1: Yes,
2: that's and right. or I should say my story within Vogue. Um,
1: yes,
2: but I did a lot more outside of the group too. So Lucy Pearl is in there a little bit, but I want a separate book for that because I really want to give Lucy Pearl the love it deserves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was only a year, but it was so magical. And I really want to give that book. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Raphael, the love that I have for him and Ali and, and then how things fell apart. Um, but I'm doing my autobiographical book. Uh, it's called break a dawn. Um, Hip hop has used my name break on and on to the break of dawn has been said over and over and over so I was like let me just use my own name
1: yeah
2: <laughs> and it's indicative of my life right now so I'm it, it means that I'm breaking away from my past and I'm going into my future and it's a new dawn
1: yes
2: so either it's a, it's going to be a new dawn or uh, break of dawn but one of those titles um, that I'm choosing and then I'm also working on. I'll be working on a crowdfunding campaign to raise money for both of those things because you need money to record. I got to pay producers. I got to pay you know, studio time. I got to have a, uh, not an engineer. It's not cheap, right? Mm-mm. So as I told you, two pennies a record doesn't make it very much money. So no. um, I'm going to do a campaign and raise the money for that. And I'm excited. I, at first, I didn't want to do it, Carmine. I was like, asking fans to fund my project does not feel good. But then I researched and I saw that a lot of uh, other celebrities have done it. So TLC, uh, um, De La Soul, uh, James Franco, Kristen Bell, Whoopi Goldberg, they've all done crowdfunding and asked fans for the money for their
0: projects. So I'm like, okay, yes. I'm gonna do the same. You should. Okay, so Dawn, where can we how go on with the crowdfunding? Crowdfunding, tell I don't have it up
2: yet. I have to record yeah. the video. I want it out by my birthday which is okay. November 24th, but I haven't done okay. it yet. So okay. I just finally, I, I talked to, yay! <laughs> Lucy Pearl is one of my best projects. It is, thank yeah. you so much. I'm very proud of Lucy Pearl, I love it. Hey, Randy! Hey, Ramona! Hi, Ramona! Oh, that's, that's my best friend from high school, San Lander hey, High School, oh, Ramona. I
0: have, a, I have my best friend from high school in here too. So I He's on like, here
1: too! Hi. Yes, hi! hi, I was just like- oh, Hi, Ramona, see Thanks me
0: talking so much. to Dawn when I was singing. Oh, in high school. So I'm really no. I'm my next assistant. album is not
2: called uh, uh, Hi, Alana. And my next album is not called Age of Dawn. No, it's not. It's Break of Dawn. <laughs> Break of Dawn. And um, no, no. yeah, so she, I don't know where she got that from. Hey, Alex. Hey, Tanya. Randy. Hi, Dawn. Hey, girl. Hey, Mona. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, what were you asking? I'm sorry. What was I saying? You're, you're oh, your best. Friend. Okay,
0: your crowdf- crowdfunding. crowdfunding. And then our yeah, so I just, yes.
2: literally yesterday i um i found someone on social media on instagram and i just kind of put in because i was like if i'm gonna do it it's now or never so i've reached out to some videographers i wish ramona i wish you were living here because she's a videographer she mm-hmm. does um production um and she has cameras and all that stuff so i wish she was here but i need somebody to do my crowdfunding you got to have a video mm-hmm. and put that out to um to talk to the fans and tell them about so I'm looking for a videographer. I think I found someone yesterday, this young guy, and I'm really excited about him. I think he's going to be, because he's the only one that, I, I contacted maybe about 12 people on Instagram. And I'm like, hey, I live in Vegas. You live in Vegas. Let's do this together. I can't pay you up front, but there's a back-end deal. Back-end.
1: Yeah. And you yeah.
2: can do other stuff with me, like go on the road once my album is done. And uh, I'm doing something called a diva-mentary. And you can film that as well. And you know, I'll be able to pay you once I do the crowdfunding. I haven't gotten any answers back except one person, so I think I'm going to go with him and have him do my uh, crowdfunding video.
0: I'm so excited.
2: I am too, Carmine. I think it's going to really work.
0: I think it will, because it's, it's now people... Um, hey, Christopher. You know, they want to know what's going on, and and they miss
1: you. We miss well, they, you. We you know, you.
2: I don't want to keep telling the same story over and over. So I think that's why, why a book arm. is great. A book is a book has everything in there. All their questions are answered in one place. So I don't have to still talk about my past. But I keep getting asked about the past too. So a lot of people will still bring up what happened with involved. And I'm like, it's been 30 years. You don't yeah. know what happened yet. You know, but yes. it's okay. I, I love talking. I didn't about know it. all of that. I'm going to exactly.
0: be honest. Exactly. I had no idea all of yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I got to talk to you. And I'm so I'm glad, glad to I'm glad I'm too. So I really am. This is going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to sleep like on a cloud. I appreciate you. Dawn. Thank you so
2: much. You you made my you. day.
0: No, you, you made, made my, my life. I Thank <laughs> you and your music and what you continue to do and. I don't know how we you. all love you, never Thank second so guess it. And I do yay. want a biopic and I do want y'all on tour again, but if it's over, I respect you enough to let it go.
2: <laughs> well, the biopic, I can do a biopic without the girls. That's what I'm saying. Sure. I don't need and their permission to do it. that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I want them to read the script because I want them to know if I'm telling the truth. Yeah, that's the only thing. I have to give them permission to read the script. And if they don't want to see the truth and I have to still put it out because it's the truth of what happened. It's not being catty or messy. It's the truth. So, Mm -hmm. you know, bye you guys. Hey, um, thank you so much. Somebody said I was a standout member and I appreciate that. Um, Without trying, sometimes God brings things around in a way that you don't expect. And I wasn't trying to be any of that. I was always trying to be equal to what we were as a group. But after a while I stood up for myself and I became, I, I had to fight for my position within the group because I was treated like the baby sister. And I yes. was ignored, so I became that after a while. But I didn't realize that from the beginning, like I said, waiting on you, established who I was to the group. I didn't know that, but they knew that. So thank you so much, Carmine, oh, This is wonderful.
0: I love you, Don. Have, so have much for back. Have me back
2: after the book is out. I'll I will. You. Anytime. We could just come in and shoot the shit. Yes. Yes. Anytime, Thank you, love. God bless you. And thank y'all for listening. Day. Thanks you guys. Love you guys. Bye Christopher, Robert, Uh, who else, who else? Bye you guys, uncontrolled, I can see that one. Mona, I love you. (laughs) Teddy, hey Teddy, how are you? Just let's say hi to a couple more people. God puts people in your life for a reason. That's exactly right, and a season. And those seasons are over. (laughs) Reese, hey Reese, hey. Uh, Who else, you see anybody else? Spirit Sean. Paul. Hey, Sean, How are you? Alex? Hey. Fair. Hi, you guys. God I love you, you all. knees. God bless you too. Exactly. God bless you too. Archery, how are you? Apple, Apple. Ape, I think it's wood or Oh, wow. It went too fast. I'm sorry.
0: I couldn't see. Oh, I know they're going. They're saying bye. Bye, y'all. Love you, you take guys.
2: So take Thank care. You Thank you. Thank you. So you know, packs. I've done I've done a, a interview probably every day for the last three
1: weeks. Ooh. And they've
2: been with sometimes two in a row and they've been with me every day. Um, dream col- so. collaboration with who Randy?
0: Who would you like your dream collaboration with?
2: Um, I love Miguel. I think he's so dope. I love um, Gwen Stefani. I love. Oh, boy, there's so many. There's so many great artists. Um, my favorite rapper, which is uh, Nas. I could do something with Nas. That would be hard. you worked with Nas before,
1: right? You the
2: world. You work for, you work for the You worked with Firm Biz.
0: You Nas.
1: Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
2: I didn't get to meet him. We didn't oh. get to talk or anything. Was it one yeah. of those I, like? Actually, I'm sorry. He, we met for a second, but he was getting ready to go on set and we couldn't really talk. Um, so and that was the day that Princess Diana died. So everybody was kind of down. Oh. And it was sad. Yeah, when well, we did that video. Where did you guys take? The picture on the album debut want to sing already
0: talked about you that, that thought, yeah you did.
2: yeah that was on Gwen yes Gwen Stefani I would love to do that yeah we did that on the beach in Malibu um Janet Janet Nashville hey oh you saw Janet Nashville yeah she's amazing Janet live in me I would love to do some with Jan oh my god okay. oh
0: my god it would be perfect I think Miguel would yeah, be perfect it
2: would. too it would it would be so dope all right Carmine I'm out love thank you guys thank
0: you so much love love you
2: Salt Pepper was so amazing. They were amazing to work with. Oh Y'all were
0: amazing together. To me, yeah. song, that's how I got really introduced to Salt and Pepper because it was in Vogue. I know who Salt and Pepper is. Really? Yes. Best more. friend for What a Man. Yeah. Well, that
2: was their biggest hit. I got to say, we gave yes. them their biggest hit. So Everybody I love...
0: ate off of Salt <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yes. So those girls fun. are amazing. I love them. Sandy and, and Cheryl. They're yeah. nicknames. But yeah. All right, Carmine, have a great rest of your day. Love Thank you guys. Thank you so much. You're welcome, love. Bye bye
0: all right that is the show what do y'all think i like okay so i am going to tell you everything that i'm thinking on patreon.com slash carmine davis tune in to carmine davis now the after show the brand new after show yes it's the second show this was a lengthy one like I said um it's taking forever to edit you know but I it there's nothing really to edit I I felt like Dawn truly gave gave she gave like she gave and I'm here for it um again to get some more in-depth information some of my feelings about some of the things she said even a little bit um um even some behind the scenes tea that i have make sure you go to patreon.com slash carmine davis um, and sign up for the carmine davis now after show um, and that's the show thanks all so much for tuning in um, i have some people in mind that we are looking to uh, have on the show but i take suggestions let me know what you think about dawn And who you want to see on the show, tweet me at Carmine Davis, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis show, Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis, and make sure you rate, subscribe, like, and rate this channel. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see y'all next week.